0: Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation, to take care of of his own and somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation somebody ought to be ready to talk to God somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you are asking for has already been pre-approved It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd, he got you, and you are covered.
1: You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show.
2: Eight minutes past the hour, it's The Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we are live. Welcome in to the show. Too fast to prepare for this in the Well, a me, me could spin today, that's today. there for you Negative. Senator Tommy Tuberville uh, will be with us a little bit later as well in the show today We'll catch up with Senator Tuberville from D.C. College football, I know it started Saturday, but this uh, week here is a big one uh, You know, we say it started last week and I know it because I saw it But this week to me, it's uh, officially beginning Uh, Even though College Game Day was live and all that Saturday, we've got UAB and uh, Jacksonville State Wednesday night in Montgomery. Uh, Some big games Thursday night and then uh, everybody uh, Saturday. So a lot happening, Uh, even Friday night games, as I know Greg hates, because that's reserved for high school football in our minds. But uh, that's all there. Uh, as uh, we get ready for this big week, uh, and um, Blue Holtz will join us Friday to celebrate the starting of the 2021 college football season. Uh, I, uh, uh, well, let's bring him in. Uh, over to my right it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helm. What's hey, up, boys? Hey. How are y'all? Hey, yeah, hey, baby, let's go. Hey, yeah. Eddie Van Adler has TV rolling, and uh, we are right... Uh, I mean, we're we're just ready. I mean, I can tell I today everybody's hopping around, sitting and on G, waiting on O, baby. That's it. And I know in the main show we'll uh, spend a little bit more time on it. But uh, Greg, we got uh, a big anniversary shout out to go uh, out to my parents and yours, fifty eighth anniversary,
3: yep. same day, same year, fifty.
2: And I I was talking to my dad. I think because I, I I know you talked to your mom. Like it was even or like a right around the same time of the day. Yeah, uh, right around two or something. I I can't remember. I was talking to my. It's dad... It's amazing
3: the similarities.
2: I was talking to my dad yesterday. Listen to, right, now that we have you know parent goggles on and we know what it's like to, you know, just have multiple kids and I, listen to what, li- just listen to what, um, my dad's parents had to go through. Okay, and and my mom's parents had to go through. They had two weddings in one day.
4: Oh no, they had my, my
2: mom, had my mom and dad getting married around two, and then my mom's brother uh larry uncle larry he got he got married at 4 30 the same day
5: maybe well you a think different?
2: you think but they had to go from one wedding to another Wait now ma- now picture in your mind so siblings had yes s- got married on the same day. same day and i think it was separate churches uh but imagine that fiasco <laughs> well, they should have
3: did it all in one church just roll one crowd i mean you know,
2: know. probably uh, the same guest yeah to all yeah. of it right um but i was like dad are you kidding wow. me i don't know why that that I just zoned in on that yesterday. I'm like, are you serious? And he, there's even a picture uh, where you know what, uh, like my mom and dad going down the aisle or whatever. And, and there's the time behind it. And then same thing with my uncle Larry. He's he's he got he got married the same day. It's just
6: crazy. Uh-huh. He, that like, is strange. That's a little sad. What if you're in both of them? Like you had to. The, I yeah. mean, had to have a suit because like you they know did. they're not going to do the right. same stuff. Yeah. Here's the
3: deal. It's not like they didn't know. Right. I, mean, I didn't know. y'all I mean. I mean. I don't know. Maybe I guess that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, how about that?
6: Was that common back then? And we're not giving that enough. I don't think so. Anybody but just I don't know. want to
3: get married? All right, we're doing it
6: Thursday. <laughs> <Right>. Just <laughs> get yeah. it all in. I have
3: no idea. Uh-huh. I've I've just, same people are invited. We'll just roll just, one uh, service to the next.
2: That's just uh, you know my my dad telling me the story, which is kind of neat. How I guess that? I don't know. I didn't know that, but anyway, fifty eight years. Happy fifty eighth anniversary wow. uh, to uh, my parents and yours. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk more Happy about it a little bit later in the show. as – rick joins us and do our and big also official. to your uncle Harry, larry. larry yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh larry <laughs> That's never quite heard of that situation i haven't either yeah but I, I i was just looking at it more as a parent can you imagine trying to organize that oh see I, oh, you know <laughs> yeah. i mean you know now you look back and you go wow <clears throat> that was quite a day mm-hmm. um he of course my dad wrote my mom a point it's so sweet. We're good. Uh, and uh, he said it could My be. My dad didn't write one. He said it could I'd be. I'd like to see him
6: write one about Larry. I
2: think normally if, if we ever have one. Called the uh, double up. He said normally <laughs> if we ever have one, it's really, when you read it, it's really for both, both, uh, both that's couples. That's true. That's a good point. <clears throat> anyway, that's, that's there for you today. Uh, and as I said, we got uh, a lot happening today. Senator Tuberville on the show a little bit later. And, yeah. and, you know, we're sitting here going through some different things in high school football. This bizarre story, and we're researching it, where a, a fake high school played IMG. I saw it yesterday. IMG.
3: Is that
7: true? It started
3: out with they were just saying it was a mismatch. Yeah. And that, that they felt bad about it. I mean, this we didn't vet this out. This team claimed they had. Well, then the, the deeper they look,
2: we're not sure this is even a real high school and no. that these players are high school age. No. Even though they got hammered. Right. High, but, school, high, uh, high school football team may have lied to ESPN to play on national TV. Yeah. Here's what we know from this story that keeps getting wilder. Okay. There was never a Bishop Sycamore high school. Okay. They play two games in three days, according to them. Yeah, they play on Friday night and Sunday. Their <laughs> head should co- have been your first clue. <laughs> Their head coach currently has an active arrest warrant out for him. Okay, well. And most of the players are JUCO dropouts who are nowhere near high school age. And they're terrible. And how was ESPN scammed this badly? Exactly. They were
6: duped pretty bad on this one.
2: And this is this is and by the way, uh, awful announcing, and that's where I b- try to figure out what Beth Mowens game is, is uh, every week. Um, that's where I go to because I have the announcing schedule. Uh, they're the ones that broke the story, but and then everybody else is picking it up. Is it's so bizarre? I'm trying to figure out: is this true? Did this really happen? Yes. The way it's being portrayed. And, the, and
3: what's good. Is the announcers started reacting live during the game about, oh, you know, we apologize. This is a mismatch. And we were led to believe that this team, they didn't even realize they were just scratching the surface. You know, they were going, hey, we were duped that this was a really good team, and they're not. Oh, no, no. First of all, they played two days before, they'd played Friday night, and this was Sunday. Second, we don't even think they're a high school. And now we're saying the players are not even high school age. Okay. So, They're terrible. So, yeah.
6: according to USA Today, I said it isn't it isn't clear if Bishop Sycamore is a school at all for the 2021 20, 22 school year. Now, here's the key. Here's the kicker. They were at one point, evidently. The Ohio Department of Education lists no charter school by the name of Bishop Sycamore. Mm-hmm. But last year, the uh, department listed them as a non chartered, non tax supported school. Um, and then you go down here, evidently there, there's the, there's a, they have a PO box as their address Mm -hmm. on their website. They have, uh, there's no address as far as their, where they're at. The staff page is completely blank. And then it also says there's a facility, uh, like an athletics facility that they go practice at and, and lift weights. Um, but there's no way that there is it almost looks like it's an online deal but they're not actually doing anything but, but, other no. than going to this facility and practicing and, and, practicing so, well, so and then there, playing these but, games so they like a
2: hey, semi-pro ESPN. Pro team or something
3: ESPN, like how do you miss this I know how do you I thought you uh, You got so many uh, max preps and all these organizations that rank high school teams I mean they're like one of the big ones mm-hmm. and, well, don't you maybe rely on them yeah. on who you, who you need to match up especially the, everybody knows the IMG Academy it's a prep school that is loaded with with Power Five D one athletes,
2: right, <laughs> loaded now. The, now the Florida H- High School Athletic Association they don't recognize IMG to be able to participate no. in their state exactly. stuff because they're, as you said, they're they're private and and they and, fall under some other yeah, category, right? Prep school and everybody prep and all know. that. But now this is different because Ohio, Ohio, and all this, the Ohio uh, State Athletic Association they they say they don't recognize Bishop yeah. High School, they and don't. the more we look into it. We don't even know if Bishop High School is even a real school or is it just made up of JUCO dropouts that are just continuing to try to play.
6: That's the one thing I'm, I haven't confirmed at this point. This is that bizarre. Bizarre. No, 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 God, bizarre nonetheless. This is, this is
2: unbelievable.
3: and bizarre, but the most bizarre part is who is in charge of ESPN to put right. this game Voting on. all this out, yeah. Without, <laughs> if we have resources to check. I mean, they, they have the top 25 – rank schools, you know, just go there, go to Max Press or some of these other other organizations and go, hey, give me a good matchup here. Who who could take on IMG and let's get together? You know,
2: Yeah, but apparently ESPN, and we brought this up, they were under the impression that Bishop's program was stacked with top recruits, just full of D1 athletes. Yeah, And then all of a sudden they start playing and the announcers even have to apologize. Oh, during the game, they're
3: like, this is terrible. They're worried about the safety of them because, hey, now, IMG, IMG is
6: loaded. It says that Golly. since becoming a program in twenty twenty, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore has yet to win a game and has been outscored three hundred and forty two to forty nine.
5: Again,
3: ESPN, did y'all check their record? Did y'all not check their record? Do you realize how many teams are out there that
2: could have played against IMG on TV? A lot a bunch. Yeah. So uh so right here it says it <laughs> I says think the- to make to make uh, matters worse, Bishop Sycamore uh might not even be a real high school. At football scoop, uh they point out that It appears it's um, to be an online-only charter school with a website that resembles a blog. I think my favorite part about this entire thing. Again, this isn't hard to (laughs) research.
8: Let's just go by the record.
6: My favorite part of this entire thing is they played Friday night and turned around and played Sunday night. Oh,
2: yeah. Hey, whatever. (laughs) We got a day's rest. (laughs) Unreal. Oh, my goodness.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: 23 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba show. We are trying to get our mind around um, how ESPN was duped and uh, lied to and fell for it with this high school, fake high school out of uh, Ohio uh, that played IMG uh, on ESPN. And it was really, it's not a real high school. Uh, It's made up of uh, they say, you know, this is again the report. So we're trying to get, we're trying to figure this one out here of uh, JUCO dropouts. Uh, the coach apparently has an active warrant out for his arrest, uh, and and they their their PO box for the, or their high school uh, address is a PO box, and their website looks more like a blog. Yeah. All uh, right. So to Greg's point, and to all of, all of our points, but one we really can't figure out is okay if that's really the case. How in the world did ESPN say yes, we'll televise that game and IMG, let's like look, let's not give IMG a break. They scheduled it. Yeah. You know yeah. what
6: I'm saying? I mean they they scheduled That's it. True too. Hey, hey, what film? You gotta you watch film on teams before Surely, you play. You yes. prepare. Yeah. What film are you watching? Right. Un
2: this is unreal. Uh so this is a real story. It's out there. Uh and you know, yesterday it came out and we're just trying to figure it out but reports are that Bishop Sycamore High School out of Ohio is not a real high school, and that's who played IMG. And it got to the point where ESPN, and I was reading in the story on down here, ESPN apologized and said that they fear for the safety. And Greg brought this up last segment. We fear for the safety of the kids. Uh, this is uh, clearly a mismatched uh, opponent. Uh, and a nationally televised game. I understand that uh, on ESPN. And they were, uh, the ESPN was under the impression that Bishop's program was stacked with top recruits, and that they 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 pre they pregame it was like this is a big matchup,
3: unbelievable.
2: Uh, but uh, anybody that watched the game, it was clearly not the case. Bishop was not um, uh, a high school clearly outmatched and ended up uh, getting torched fifty eight to nothing. That was the score. Wow. But what makes the story even more insane is the way the game's announcers reacted in real time when they realized that they had bad information. In fact, they genuinely seemed concerned for the safety of the players for Bishop,
3: even though they were all in their mid twenties. <laughs> yeah,
2: and as they said it, this is clearly not a, a fair fight. Oh, wow. um, and they, you know, they're trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, and then they start apologizing on air. Sorry, they had no business being in the game. Uh, feel bad for the kids. I'm just sitting here reading through it. Uh, and it's all, it's so crazy. It's like, it, it's not real, but it is real. It really happened. Uh, but Bishop Sycamore is not real. So there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. there for you. Uh, so, uh, and I didn't realize it till we started getting sent tweets, you know, how, you know, you tag us and all this kind of stuff. And I, I started getting, uh, sent tweets yesterday afternoon about it and, and like, Hey guys, y'all have got to discuss this. Uh, So there you go That's That's, there
3: That's that's quite the deal (laughs) It
2: really is It really, really is Um, All right. so uh, as we uh, continue with the show today uh, Senator Tuberville, a little bit later in the show uh, We'll catch up with uh, Senator Tuberville And uh, catch up with him, see how he's doing And then he wants to discuss a number of different things Afghanistan, Ida, and and, uh, the list goes on and on Speaking of Hurricane Ida uh, It is kind of making its way through Alabama Uh, Hey, it rained a lot yesterday where we live It did Uh, and the uh, the aftermath in Louisiana and Mississippi, our thoughts and prayers are with you guys. I mean, uh, certain parts of, of that, that area are just still underwater and totally devastated. Structure's just just blown away. Uh, and uh, big one. It was a really big one. Uh, and and so we'll uh, try to get an update on that as well today. All right, so uh, we, we mentioned college football starting. Um, I see where I think the Chick-fil-A Bowl, uh, which is, you know, opening weekend What's the way they always one? do. Boy, it is. Uh, the uh, Chick-fil-A kickoff game has announced CDC uh, protocols for fans. Um, now, we're all glad, and Hamzy, you even brought up going to the Braves game. It seems as though when you go to these games that there is no uh, pandemic because everybody's done with it. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> it's a Labor Day weekend game, the Chick-fil-A kickoff bowl. The officials there say the roof at the Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium all, also known as Kanye's home, yeah. uh, will be open and mask uh, encouraged, not required, but encouraged because it's going to be an open air space for both Alabama and Miami to play their September fourth game. It really? I, well, that's that the thing. hole in the middle. And of then I'm Louisville Ole Miss
6: you. game will be on September the sixth. I, I don't, I don't get the whole open air thing if you're on top of each other and now plus, i'm good with it plus, i'm that's good got with a it.
3: hole in the middle that's not quite yeah like I, I, i'm open completely
6: stadium. good with it okay um, but i don't understand it it, it makes, makes it a zero sense to now it. they do say have your mask with you because it's going to be
2: required in all enclosed spaces including the clubhouse area the press box the rental store and all this so it, it, as you leave the open well, area hey, and you go, go off it, it, in it then you make sure you got that We're mask trying to with adjust
3: and do the best we can
2: yeah, uh, and but you're right. Um, <laughs> I I, look, it.
6: look, everybody's trying. I, I think they just want to play. Well, and it was awesome. I mean, when you when you're in a park and you hear, I don't want to go fill the dreams, Greg. So I hear you on that. But it was almost like James Earl Jones was giving that speech about mm-hmm. how great baseball was and mm-hmm. how it brings us together. And no one was talking about the pandemic. No mm-hmm. one was talking about Afghanistan. No one was talking about masks or vaccines. Everybody there was talking about baseball. Mm. And for three or four hours, that was really nice. Mm. Yeah. Wow.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
9: Hey, she say, morning, morning.
2: 25 minutes till top of the hour. What's up? As uh, we roll on back 25 minutes to the top of the hour, hey. kickoff hour, uh, we're hopping around a little bit. Uh, you know, we've been in a good mood, I think, but things have changed in the break uh, because uh, Greg's attacking. Uh, you know, the audience, uh, we love the audience. We don't deserve y'all. I'll just be honest with you. You're too good to us. Uh, and uh, we, we have another example of how somebody's <laughs> showing the love and sending us food in the yeah. mail. Yeah. You know, everything changed. It used to be if somebody said, I'm sending you food in the mail, it would be like, what? But now it's so common, you know, yeah, it's know. like, yeah. hey, yeah, we, we got that. Um, companies sending food, we we advertise for them right to your front door. Uh, yep. And listeners sending food right to the studio. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, for a lot of you, um, we don't have a receptionist. We don't have a secretary. We don't have anybody yeah. that, that runs business hour front desk operations. So when we're gone, we're gone. And if it's always funny seeing the... Uh, delivery man or or woman kind of waving at us or trying to catch us, uh, and we've all been I've I've been waved. Hey hey hey, here here's they just want it off their plate. Hey, hey here's this this delivery, and yeah. you know you put it in the truck, and bring it in the next day because you're already walking to the car. Um, but uh, we had a a package that unfortunately we missed going into the weekend, and a listener reached out to talk to us about she did. it and was yep. very
6: concerned it might ruin. But I, Greg can tell sure.
2: you, it Greg didn't. can tell you it, it did
6: not you talking w- about Muddy Bites? want to thank Sonia Owens. Yeah. She is a big, huge supporter of the show, loves to kick off hour, and sent all of us Muddy Bites. I wonder what made her th- choose Muddy Bites. N- she just said that – she asked me in an email, have you ever heard of these? I'd like to send the They're staff. Good. of And and so cracked I-, I had never seen them. And I thought at first when-, when I heard the name, I thought, oh, yeah, I know what she's talking about. But now that I've looked at the package, I have no – I didn't – this is new to me.
3: They're a little bitty – like little wee, tiny ice cream cones with chocolate down.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, much. and she panicked a little bit yeah. over the weekend because she thought what was in the center of them was actual ice cream oh, and that they not. needed to be right. frozen. Right. And so sent Speedy and I it, an email good. saying, hey, is there any way y'all can go up there and get this from the post office? And uh, And we couldn't, but turns out it's not actually ice cream in the middle of it. Yeah, and it's so chocolate. it's chocolate. It's and chocolate. It is Hence delicious. Name, Muddy According Bud. to you, Greg has been in there singing uh, "Muddy Bots" to the theme of Rocky Top, yeah, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Pretty good, and it's pretty good. You've got a good little tune going. Yeah. I know that oh she was God, uh, sending "Muddy
9: Bots" of- will yeah. always be so
3: so good to me
2: <laughs> um she sent uh 3 to me yesterday very panicky uh on uh really wanted to know had, about the money well you know when you spend some money sending stuff sure. and, and and being thoughtful sure. you want to make sure we sure get it do. and i get that uh and that and then she then, then she also says hey i could have been y'all's receptionist but um uh, anyway, we got it. Uh, and Sanja, thank you so much, Sanja Owen. So far, and I'm a, just going to call her listener of the week. Is it Sanja or Sanja? How do Sanja. you spell Sonya. S-O-N-J-A. I
6: don't know. I, I don't either. Sanja. I think Sonja would be a Y. Right? Well, I've seen I've seen uh, with a J. You have? Yeah, I have.
2: Interesting.
6: Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm calling her Sanja. Sanja. I like Sanja better. Sanja. Not that I don't like oh, yeah. Sonja, well, but I do about. like Sanja. Sanja. I think it's Sanja. Sanja. I think it is Sonja.
2: It is. I'll go back. Know. To, I don't like know. Like I know Greg, You about, just about, said it two different ways. What if we did this? <laughs> In two different. What services? if we go? Sonya, Sanja. What about that? How about we just call her Muddy Bites? How about yeah. Muddy, yeah. Bites yeah. muddy Bites? Muddy Bites Owens. She was uh, very. Um, she was very concerned, but she was very relieved at eleven thirty-five a.m. yesterday when she got notification that that the package had been delivered and accepted, and uh, Greg's torn into him. Yeah, so, pretty good uh anyway thank you so much uh like call them mb how about this miss owens thank how you how about muddy bites owens <laughs> muddy bites owens there, <laughs> there you go you you've made our day and uh it's a great in, little snack in
6: my email it says that um the post says that the post she got an email yesterday that said the post office gave it to our receptionist who was who got hey, it
2: i i yesterday i don't know i don't
6: know it was i was back know. there
3: on the when i came in it was on the back door i just wondered yeah. who the post
6: office well, thought our receptionist well was. i think was they ju-
2: I, th- I think they just put that it down it was, adler. it was adler
6: okay okay all right good all right. good because
3: when they gave it to him they said muddy bites you're <laughs> on go ahead
2: okay um so um that's there for you and uh and something all right so uh also on the table and and i think Yes, Helmsy's the only one that has school-age kids that are in school. I've got one; he's a senior, but nobody else has. Had, and now Greg's got you know kids that teach now, got their own families and all. that. So they he's he's looking at it from the teacher side. And I got one teacher, but uh, Reese a senior this year. Your kids in school, so they're, got a they're sophomore they're, and freshman and a third grader. So they're having to deal with all this yeah. mask stuff and Speaking COVID and price. all this. And the schools – and let me just – let's start this segment with with me saying people that work at the school, the teachers, they have no – they have no control over what everybody is telling them they've got to do. They just have to meet those standards. And so the person working the front office that you go in and interact with, they have no control over what the school system is sending out for guidelines, okay? That's just their job. It's where they work. They're trying to make sure it works. But some of the guidelines – has me scratching, scratching my bald head because I don't understand them. It's hard to keep up with. <laughs> you yeah. scared me there, but it's hard too. scratching my bald head. <laughs> I just get some more of those. Little, you, did did you I did. It scared me. My heart stopped for just a second. He <laughs> paused just a little bit. Well, um, I had to breathe. Um, just, you know. So where where Reese goes to school is if somebody in your classroom tests positive. Then they send you home unless of the following three things: <laughs> okay, you had your mask on, okay, when they figured this out, you've been vaccinated, yeah, or you've had COVID within the last ninety days. Now I thought this, you know, when when they when they first came out with the antibodies and COVID and all this kind of stuff, everybody was saying, "Hey, ninety days, the antibodies are good for ninety days." Yeah. But then that was kind of debunked as well. They're lasting a lot longer. I don't than think now. they
3: know. They know it's more than 90. Yeah. But I think it varies in people. I guess they got to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, know what either. number you come up with.
2: And so I'm wondering why are y'all sticking with old data to, to make some of your decisions? Again, this is not the people that work there. Y'all are doing your job. I get it. But why are y'all using the 90 day thing? I don't understand that. Are they saying that 90 say. days, your antibody, that they know your antibodies are strong? I guess maybe? they
3: say some people's last longer than that, some people's last less, so we're going with 90.
2: Well, we, we've got friends. I don't know.
3: I, that's me. I, I'm not, I have no idea. We've got I, friends the of the family,
2: and their kids are being sent home, I mean, left and right. You, you go home, and then we got others that, hey, go home, but then they go to the office and they realize, well, you've had it 90 days or you had your mask on, you can go back. It's just a mess of them trying to figure it out. But Helmsy comes yeah, in and says, so, it's hit our house. Yeah, what so, you got?
6: So here's what happened. So understand, our school system, when we first started, They said mask is not mandatory. We were one of the few high schools here that said we're not recommended, but not mandatory. Correct. And so we've kind of done that. My kids have not worn them because they don't like wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Uh, My kids have not been vaccinated. Okay. Uh, My kids have had it. Right. And so um, we have not gone down that vaccination path at this point. So that being said, yesterday we got a phone call from the school. And they said, Caroline, once Caroline gets home today, she will need to quarantine for 10 days. And we, Amanda was like, "This Amanda got this phone call. Amanda's like, what are you talking about? Because she was in the room
2: with
5: someone.
6: She was in the room with someone mm-hmm. that tested positive, mm-hmm. but, um, but Caroline was not wearing a mask and had not been vaccinated. And not had it in the 90 day period that you're talking about. And see so, see you a good day, Caroline, for 10 days. See you in September. Now, we don't 10? know. I thought it was
4: five. Well, and
6: here's another thing. I'd, this is another discussion that she came up. 90 days? Well, let, let me go here first. So, if Caroline days, would 5, have had 10. her mask on,
2: 90 days at home. she would
6: still be at school. Yeah. Which uh, to me, that makes zero sense. Okay. Mm. But the, whatever. I get that these schools, even the administration side and these uh, superintendents are an impossible situation. you are never going to make anybody yeah, happy. Tough. And I You're feel like wade through this. And I feel like they have looked at way more of this than I have. So I'm just, any decision they make, I'm going with and going, sure. I stand by you and my kids will do whatever you want us to do. I'm not going to be the guy that screams and hollers and, and that, all that. And because, I
3: appreciate we're trying to come up with something besides, shut it down, everybody go home. Right, you know, exactly. They're trying exactly. to do something.
6: And, and so, but, it, but it is hard to follow a lot of this because it, it is ever-changing. So we get this message yesterday around, I guess, 1, 2 o'clock, Caroline doesn't even know at this point. When I pick her up at school, I'm the one that has to tell her. And then last night, the school across the board puts out a mask mandate. Okay, they if you just
3: had the mask mandate. So the other day like, she would yes, still be at
6: school, if, huh. if, she, if they, if it would have been one Dang day it. prior, Badgummit. so then the other question we have is, and and they, I, they didn't answer. We didn't ask the question. I guess they can answer, and we'll ask it today. When was she exposed? Exposed? Was it Friday? Yeah, you gotta start counting. So, because that's the thing, it it may turn out that it's only like five or six days from today, de- mm-hmm. from yesterday, based off the fact that yeah. she was probably exposed on Friday. So, anyway, we're having You ready it. for
2: this one. It's it's I, all confusing. Good friend, of, good friend of the family has a son that attends. Same situation as Caroline. Same. Taken to the office. Hey, you're going to have to go home and quarantine. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, finish out the school day, and you can ride the bus home. Just don't come Which, back tomorrow. See, that was
6: weird, too. Okay, well,
2: if, if, Wait, if you're. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If, that, if, see, that was if strange. If you concerned, for us. send them yeah. home. Yes. Yeah.
6: Starting
3: tomorrow. Now, look, you're going to be around everybody the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah,
2: go ahead and ride the bus home. Yeah. You know, hop on uh, home, but okay. but don't come back tomorrow. All right. Um, and again, I, I, I don't know what's right and what's wrong, yeah. but uh, I'm hearing you just, the number is way on up there where Reese attends on how many people either have it or are sent home because of this contact tracing yeah. that they're using. Uh so I, I don't know. Trying to make sense of it all, but it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. As
6: I said, it's got you got well, me scratching and, and my bald head. So if Greg. she was exposed Friday, okay. <laughs> no, no they didn't tell us until <laughs> yesterday around she one or two o'clock
3: bald
6: head. <laughs> which, which tells me it is, bald. it is it may not have been I friday mean. it may have been somebody went to school yesterday yeah Could've checked been. out around lunch tested positive and called the school sure. we, don't know that, we, don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't know that at this point i don't know so i asked hey, race yeah,
3: when, when do i start counting <laughs> no. so yeah I, I, i'm going by your rules but y'all, i got to know can y'all
6: please the, tell me when she needs to arrive back on campus yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what
2: i need to know. yeah and they probably will tell her sure. uh but I, so, Reese asked him, I said, she, I said how was your first too. day of, of mask mandate? He said, well, I almost had a panic attack one time. Felt I like sure. I couldn't even breathe. Yeah. Well, and You know, these masks all day long. And no one I'm wears sure they're them. them. they're all
6: wearing yeah. That's what i They're not wearing them the way they're supposed well, to. Uh, They've all got them below their nose. <laughs> I mean, He said, the I mean, janitor even told me to put
2: my mask on. He <laughs> said, I was walking in the hall. just had to take a quick second just to breathe. Nobody around him. Janitor said, get your mask on. So they're, all, they're, they're Stickler at, at the high school where, where he attends. But he said, you ain't, you ain't the boss of me, janitor. He said, you're not the boss of me. Yeah. <laughs>
6: dump that can
2: so so you got one at home now got yeah, one at home and, and of course so what does that mean does everybody else does, have to quarantine at yeah. oh, no, yeah. well hey. we asked that i mean and, and no,
6: the answer is no Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, well, how do we funny. know how do we know, know, guys, the, so guys, siblings. know.
2: your siblings your so the siblings don't have to stay home too because no, I mean, has been what if course, she's got it
6: of course Braden's very disappointed about that
10: yeah
3: he
7: tried to
6: work out he's that the deal. one that wants to be quarantined and is not caroline Can't stand this. She likes to go to school and and get after and do those type things. (laughs) And so, yeah. But great. It it makes zero sense. It makes
4: zero sense. It's hard to fall. Yeah.
6: I know. Now they may call us today and tell everybody to lock down.
7: Yeah, Yeah, they could. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
2: Seven minutes till top of the hour. Kickoff hour is live. We're all hopping around, ready for the day. This portion of the show brought to you by Cook's Pest Control. You know, there's nothing better than looking out. And you went, oh, lucky, lucky, lucky!" And you see that white truck pull up. And there you're you like, go. there's Cook's. I feel lookie, like lookie. On, on the cove, I feel like everybody's looking at me like, oh, look, he's got it going on. Look, yeah, he's got, look, he's got he Cook's. Had. Yeah, Cook's is here. Oh, look, there's Ed. Uh, and,
8: uh, what up, Ed? <laughs> hey, what up, Ed? Boy,
2: he'll call. Uh, he's uh, my technician. Good guy, too. <laughs> Still wants to be uh, considered as to be in our voice guy. I think I think we need to look into that. Uh, maybe give him a demo. Uh, but we'll look at it, uh, Ed. Don't worry about it. Cooks Pest Control and Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termite protection. If uh, you're, you know, surrounded by ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, Ugh. rodents, termites, nesting wasps, uh, roaches, uh, you name it. Uh, they're going to take care of it. So contact cookspest.com today for a free thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or business. There's no obligation either. They even offer services for contractors and new home construction. Uh, so give Cook's Pest Control a try and get that thorough in, um, uh, in, you know inspection that's free uh, with no obligation right now at cookspest.com. That's cookspest.com, or you can go to rickandbubba.com. And look under the sponsors button if you'd like to, uh, and uh, we uh, appreciate them always supporting the show. It's been a while, Jay Isom and the crew. What's up? Um, all right. So uh, as we roll oh. on, uh, there's a lot out there today. We've got some uh, some Biden-ese, uh that we're going to break down oh, on the main boy. <laughs> show. Where he is uh, getting a FEMA briefing. uh, And that's that whole thing. Extremely embarrassment. Uh, Not sure what to do about that. There's so (laughs) much news coming out of Afghanistan uh, that it's hard to print it all. Um, Just horrifying stuff uh, that um, someone actually posted on Twitter the sounds of the Taliban going door to door executing people. Mm -hmm. You hear the gunshots, and it's just a terrible situation. Uh, I understand Chris Cuomo had an American uh, that, um, you know, you you realize on our end. I mean, you know, you sit there and go, how could anybody not know that the last flight was taken off? Well, there's an American citizen that's there that helps take care of disabled children and stuff like that. She said no one told us it was the last flight. Uh, Chris Cuomo even on CNN interviewed her. uh, So that's there for you. Americans left behind you know we
6: tend to forget and when we talk about I remember seeing and this was a this was a fake episode of a show that I was watching but yeah they were trying to get this particular drug to I think it was actually an HIV or AIDS drug mm-hmm. they were trying to get to this particular place of the world mm-hmm. and they had all the, the the medicines that they could provide Mm-hmm. And they were saying, it doesn't matter how much of this we provide to this particular group of people, it's not going to work. Right. And they were like, why? And they said, because they have to take this stuff. They have to take like two pills in the morning and one in the uh, mid-afternoon mm-hmm. and, and one here and one there. And they don't have clocks. They don't have wristwatches. Yeah, no, they yeah. can't keep up with all this. Wow. See, we're trying to decide. We have this right. ready to send to them. But there's a bigger issue, and so to your point, when someone you don't think about those little things when it comes to these other countries,
2: right? Uh, And so that's that's out. Just there's so much out there. Um, I guess they could
3: go by the sun.
6: They probably could, unless
2: it's cloudy. Seeing um, seeing the Taliban walk around the airport with um, uh, just decked out like they're a U.S. soldier. Or marine, yeah. Walking yeah, it's a different around. look. For they're in, they're, they're in all of our stuff. You know,
3: they normally have have the scarves and the you know,
2: the beards rocking, and well, they still got the beards, but they're yeah, on the they streets don't... shooting guns, celebrating, uh, cl- screaming that they beat the West.
3: I thought they were going to peacefully handle. You know, and the, the Americans didn't get out there. We're going to make sure they did mm. when they take over. Have right. You... Wait a minute. So yeah. they're not doing
2: that. Have well, you seen? Have you seen the terrified Afghan TV news uh, anchor? News presenter is how they put it. <laughs> uh he's reading out the headlines standing behind scared to death standing behind them two Taliban with 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 rifles just standing there mm. uh, and i say rifles they were guns i'm not sure what kind uh okay. so anyway there's a lot out there and it's just too many too many things to go yeah, over right now but um that's that's there for you and the guys will be updating you as the last plane uh left afghanistan so we're out uh and they even posted the picture of the last soldier stepping off the ground Uh, and leaving so um, now now you wonder those that were left behind those that couldn't get to the Mm. airport now what do we do Uh, and uh, will the news coming out of there be accurate and and who's going to be doing the reporting I saw where one one reporter chose to stay behind to tell the story and he was the one that was walking through the airport with them uh, Mm. as they're dressed out in our full uniforms everything better tell it the way they want him to I'm telling you that yeah had had their night vision goggles uh, up on their helmets yeah and they stuff, normally don't stuff. save the,
3: them with that kind of stuff, no so no not, not at at all. good job yeah yeah, yeah.
2: so a lot to break down today mm-hmm. and we'll do that uh, and talk to uh, about this talk to senator tuberville about that uh and also hurricane ida and how it's affecting uh um, our state where the show is based out of we're proud to be based out of alabama but we cover so many other states i know louisiana mississippi and Tennessee, All of you guys are going to be getting it here soon. So be paying attention to that today here on the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll be right back. Rick and
7: Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's
8: in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass
5: the gravy,
7: please. Rick and Bubba,
5: Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't
3: six minutes past D. the hour. Hello. The Welcome to Bubba, the Rick and Bubba show. We are oh, thankful Rick that you are here. Uh, we got a, a lot to unpack, as is the norm. Rick but first, the national anthem. Oh,
9: can you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we And the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner
3: Bubba let's uh, let's roll with it Speedy the real Greg Burgess Helmsy Eddie Van Adler team Rick and Bubba all here these guys have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network our podcast archives live and archived on our YouTube channel and streaming on the Rick and Bubba tune in channel all these platforms are available to you Pick the one that works best for you, live or on your own time. Find them all at rickandbubbas. Fill out the word and.com. So let's get him in here. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one. The man with the golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the kind English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey!
11: How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in. Mm -hmm. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Yeah, man. Everybody say I got
12: a sweet
9: little angel And I love her so She's there when I need her She understands when I say go Strength to carry on. I don't need no. anyone else. If, if I, I did, it, I wouldn't be fooling myself. myself.
3: Come on, right. There it is. Well, deep cut from Bad Company. I haven't found me a simple woman. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a deep cut from old Straight yeah. Shooter. Yeah, it is. Bring uh, it. I remember playing that one there on the big stereo. <laughs> Sound of the crackling vinyl. <laughs> Letting it rip. <laughs> I, I f- discovered that Straight Shooter album. I thought, my goodness, what? somebody's been holding something back in here. <laughs> <laughs> Serious about you know, it. My, that was a Bad Company classic. That's a good band name, isn't it? Bad Company. Bad yeah, Company. that's a good yeah, one. One, one that's of my favorites. That's not a bad band. one right there. Well, uh, the world looks good. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not real sure what to, how to unpack it and how to go about it. I tell you one thing: if you're looking for a fun zone these days, you you got your work cut out for you. Yeah, you got to. You got to have um, quite
11: the drilling rig to get down to that. But
3: you know, <laughs> but you know what? We'll, we'll try that. Uh, you know, I told you guys that uh, Babylon B has wasted no time. The Biden administration has changed the term "no one left behind" to hundreds left behind." Uh, so that uh, mm. they, they're they're out of the gate. This is uh, this thing, and we have the footage too. We'll get some of the videos. Uh, Biden and during some of the FEMA briefings and trying to carry on these oh. these Zoom meetings and take, good, yeah. I not mean, you? I mean, it's starting to. Um, mm. I think we're starting to see people like saying that we look. Ah, man, we sorry about this. I mean, we, we got we're gonna have to do something different here now. Well, good news is the good news is right now there's not one mean tweet out there that I've seen from Joe Biden.
11: No, but there's so, a lot of mean mm-hmm. Afgan- uh, Afghanistan Taliban that's out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the the last military plane left uh, Afghanistan yesterday. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw any of that. It was actually not time there. Daytime here. Heard about it. Heard about it. Um, of course, the Taliban had a big uh, victory party after that.
3: Well, so. I noticed one thing right out of the gate: if you're a folk singer, you, you're out of work. Yeah, yeah. If uh, they're the not fo- big on folk singing. Yeah. they're not big on folk music. Yeah.
11: Rick, here is a picture of the last American stepping onto the airplane before it took off. Yeah, I and believe soldier, that's the general yes, soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: What did I say? American. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because there's two of the hundred of them uh, left behind. The, well,
3: the last one that got to leave.
11: Yeah. Yeah, I think he was the general in charge. Yeah. So. Um, so we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw, that
3: in, saw that interview when somebody said, Hey, I didn't know it was the last flight. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. That, that, that's right. good. Well, that's, hey, of... let me tell you something. That's important information. Mm-hmm. Well, is that the last one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think, you, you know,
11: there, there's a time you can be late and there's a time you can't be late and you got to be informed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. Uh, Probably, probably her whole
3: life, her husband been saying, "Look, you yeah, got to be on time." I, you know, I was trying to I avoid so going sorry. there. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. But she was late and
11: well, missed the flight. Well,
2: it, you know, you probably wonder how in the world do they not get that news? Because you're mm-hmm. thinking of it from this side, but yeah. from that side, it's probably pretty hard to get news and know and all well, fairness, what's going on.
3: In all fairness, she was le- listening to a concert of a folk singer.
11: Yeah, but, yeah, uh, and uh, we we will give you that story. Of course, he's been killed. Yeah, because music is not allowed. Right, uh, Taliban under the regime. Ta- even if it's folk music. Yeah, yeah.
3: Taliban kills folk singer uh, a few days after banning. Never music. heard many Afghans. Hey, together. hey, hey yeah. banning music. In Imagine Africa. the Afghan
5: folk music. Now, we're singing. not
3: talking about Two Live Crew.
5: We're no. talking about yeah. a folk we're
3: singer talking here. About Kumbaya. Yeah. And yeah. All that. guys, yeah, we're I mean, talking I mean. about the Taliban killed James Taylor. Yeah, yeah, there it yeah. Is, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, that's their version. Uh-huh. But if you ban music then yeah it doesn't matter if it's folk or not don't right. have to yeah be. you're that, out of there yeah that's that's it that'll do it yeah it'll do it yep don't uh well i'll tell you one thing you remember when we you and i were growing up and all the music artists started the not gonna play sun city oh yeah yeah, yeah. well you're not gonna you're not gonna play afghanistan uh, not gonna uh, play
11: uh, <laughs> cabal or whatever <laughs> it's gonna play <laughs> mm. oh just, mate. Uh, and rick uh it's uh if you if you think that's Something you should see that what we're calling the last newscast. Uh, oh, the, the Taliban stormed the TV station.
3: Yeah, I see that. And uh, I haven't seen it. you got the him.
11: afternoon anchor uh, who's doing the broadcast mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and he has people with machine guns all around him. So you better, you better have pretty good news. Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you better
3: tell the news they want to hear. Yeah, I tell you yeah. what, if you look at the way uh, you know w- free speech is starting to be treated in this country, every day I do the show, Rick, I figuratively
8: luck. have the same people standing around. Rick, him.
3: please
11: look. Oh my! And that one guy behind him. Kind of wall-eyed. I don't know if he
7: can shoot straight. Yeah. Uh, Bubba.
11: Yeah,
7: you're I, right. I hope I mean, he, is really, he is really out there. Sir,
3: don't hum. Yeah. Don't make any music.
7: <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: minutes past Someone the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866 garden. We Be Big Uh is our number. We're back. Will of Mead is back in play for another day and another week. Don't so we'll be paying attention. It could happen any time this week. All right, so, uh, Bubba, we, we have uh, some stories here, and we'll get through, and then we got some, uh, some audio video of, uh, of some of them.
11: Rick, just uh, right out of the gate, uh, we have 90 retired generals and admirals who have sent an open letter mm-hmm. uh, calling for the resignation of Secretary of Defense and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Of course, they're talking about uh, Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley uh, over the disastrous withdrawal Out of Afghanistan. And they even said in their letter that you should have, in the strongest possible ways, spoke up against the Commander-in-Chief and his plans to quickly withdraw our forces and point out to him how disastrous this was going to be for troops and the friends of ours. And if he would not listen to you,
3: you should have resigned. You should have resigned on the spot. Wow. Wow. So we have uh, two videos here. Here's General McKenzie. We'll do video 2A and B, and then we'll get into some of these specific stories on what's happened since this took place. Uh, first uh, video, General McKenzie is uh, announcing that, uh, hey, hey uh, we're
10: done and we have ...of our withdrawal from Afghanistan and the end of the military mission to evacuate American citizens, third country nationals, and vulnerable Afghans. The last C-17 lifted off from Hamad Karzai International Airport on August 30th this afternoon at 3:29 p.m east coast time and the last manned aircraft is now clearing the airspace above Afghanistan. We will soon release a photo of the last C-17 departing Afghanistan with Major General Chris Donahue and the U.S. Ambassador to Afghanistan Ross Wilson aboard. While the military evacuation is complete, the diplomatic mission to ensure additional U.S. citizens and eligible Afghans who want to leave continues and i know that you have heard and i know that you're going to hear more about that from the state department shortly
3: so uh he's going to be asked about uh did we get all the americans out and and all that and here's the second video about him saying uh that uh, uh that, that we give us
8: have-
13: uh, can you give us a sense of whether or not there were any american citizens or other civilians who were taken out on any of those last couple of C-17s that flew out this, after, uh, this afternoon. And can you give us a picture of what you saw uh, with equipment and other things getting either destroyed or removed at the airport before they left?
10: So we, no, no American citizens came out on the last, what we call the joint tactical exfiltration, the last uh, five jets to leave. Uh, we we maintained the ability to bring them in up until immediately before departure, but we were not able to bring any Americans out. That activity ended probably about 12 hours before our exit. Although we continued the outreach and would have been prepared to to bring them on until the very last minute, but none of them made it to the airport and were able. So hmm.
3: so there we go, and uh, so that that we we left this guy. You, you can tell this McKenzie character, who I find embarrassing um it, you can tell that he is trying so hard to to point hit to 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 place his his moment in history and i'm glad he's doing that on august the 30th the last one has left we are officially out of afghanistan see that's where the Biden administration they think they're being sharp by announcing that but it may be one of those things that in the political ads in the next round of elections everybody keeps playing over and over again on what a disastrous idea that was
11: well i'll tell you another one so I'm, Adler, glad we, I'm glad uh, we
3: have you on record uh, mm-hmm. it,
11: as far as he, and Rick, I'm sure he's just following orders. He's trying to do the job he has been given to do, no matter how ridiculous the right. order was. I'm
3: embarrassed for him.
11: Uh, I, I, I am too, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really think it starts with uh, uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Secretary of Defense. Sure. Those are the guys sure. that had the power to stand up to Biden and go, this is ridiculous, you're going to get people killed. Right. And, and object in the strongest manner they could and if the president would not hear them, they need to resign. Mm-hmm. That, that, is, that is how that kind of thing is handled. So even though they objected, they went along with it. And somebody needs to be held accountable for the disaster that this was. Uh, Adler, if you can give us uh, cut six here, too, because you, you've heard uh, the head. I guess he's the head of uh, Central Command, given that. Uh, General uh,
3: McKenzie. Mm-hmm. he was the one that assured us that uh, the Taliban would be protecting the troops before we got thirteen people killed. <coughs> well, yeah,
11: because that's yeah. what he was being told. Right? Uh, if just, we it can
3: set, have cut, sticks. sounded weird for somebody in our uniform yeah. to be saying that no, the no. Taliban's got this handling security for us. I know. But anyway.
11: I, I would have avoided that soundbite wow, if I could. Wow! Uh, wow! Wow! But l- let's listen to uh, the president and what he told us here just a few days ago.
14: All troops are supposed to be out by August thirty first. Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get out, they're going to leave?
8: We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies
14: out. Does that mean troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It
8: depends on where we are and whether we can get, ramp these numbers up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. If that's the case, be,
14: they'll all be out. Because we've got like ten to fifteen thousand Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Mm. Yes. How about our Afghan allies? We have about eighty thousand
8: people. Well, who- that's not the is estimate. Is that too high? That's too high. How the many? estimate we're giving is somewhere between fifty and sixty five thousand folks total, counting their families.
14: Does the commitment hold for them as well?
8: The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're
14: doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st.
8: No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before
14: August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will stay. If we
8: don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if, American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay and we get them all out. Mm.
11: There's your soundbite for the next commercial. Hey. And that goofy look on his oh. face while he's saying, and I'm, embarrassed oh. I'm embarrassed. There's that story. I'm embarrassed. The Secretary of State, in mm. his briefing, said there's still up to 200 Americans that are stranded in Afghanistan after the last flights left. This is uh, Bilkin, Secretary of State, in the Biden administration. 200 left. Didn't get out.
3: Uh, But, I mean, he just said not to, you know, an angry Sean Hannity. He said to a uh, comrade. A fellow Democrat who worked
11: in the White House with
3: Bill Clinton. He says to him, because you you saw, and I'll I'll credit Snuffleopolis on this. He's like. (laughs) He's he's at least being straight up. He's saying, look, you got to really clarify what you mean here. And finally Biden just said, okay. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say it. We're not gonna leave to every American's out. Well, well they were doing they were doing we a dance. They had to they
11: had to ask it about six times. They were yeah. doing the dance. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh you heard him. Yep.
3: But but that's not so what So
11: Biden has lied and people have died. <laughs> There's the bumper sticker.
3: Uh-huh.
11: Comes home, doesn't it? Doesn't it folks? Comes right on back to you, doesn't it? All right, so we'll come back. Uh we'll hear um from of hey, good news though. No mean tweets today. Not one. No, no, mean, no mean tweets. No mean tweets
3: today.
11: But people getting their throats slit in Afghanistan. Uh, nice I, nice trade. We'll come back. Goodbye to folk music
7: in, in Afghanistan. And all music. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. (laughs) Relief Factor has been teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show for years. We love having them on the show. And, uh, you know, getting emails from from those of you out there that have been affected uh, by Relief Factor is fantastic. I love hearing that this was the answer that a lot of you had been looking for. Plus, uh, it's quite annoying when you've got pain that you can't seem to get past. Maria in Michigan said, hey, uh, Relief Factor has given me has given me my personal professional life back. Nothing I tried over the years had worked consistently. Uh, I, I was taking just handfuls of the over-the-counter painkillers, which I know on a regular basis, that's not good. You, uh, you, you can overuse any of these things over-the-counter or, or prescribed. But this is all natural. It's four botanicals. Uh, and um, and, and it, it, it goes after the inflammatory response, which is natural to the human body. And all of these have shown on their own uh, that they can do some good, but now they're all together in one pack. And, man, the research started showing some great results, and now here we are. Uh, so it's a powerful and unique combination of botanical ingredients and fish oil, and now it's trusted by thousands in our audience, and, and maybe you need to be the next one. So go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Uh, you can order the three week trial. Why we why are we saying three weeks? Because we research show sh- research shows that in three weeks, if you're not getting results, and unfortunately, this is not going to be the answer for you. Uh, but inside the three weeks, you should start seeing results, uh, like the rest of us. So, 1995 for that. Get it at ReliefFactor.com or go to RickandBubba.com. You'll find it right there under the sponsors button. So, the aftermath. Uh, Taliban now fully in control. Uh, we have left, we didn't get everybody out, big mass, a lot of problems, uh, 13, uh, dead, including, um, you know, Marines and, uh, one Naval, um, someone in the Navy. Uh, and then of course, I think now they said, as far as the Afghans that were killed, it's like 170, uh, that were killed and, and all that. So anyway, but boy, that killing's continuing now, but Bubba, first of all, the Taliban has to do things, as we've already said, like get rid of music. Uh, and now uh, apparently we have a, a reporter uh, an anchor uh, who's doing his it looks like last uh, newscast um, you know those of you that have out Please there the
14: turned it up uh, out here. the media the behind him, طالبان حسن تانوس که به مردم می دهند ولی انتقاداتی موجود دارد که عمل کرد طالبان و یک کمی تفاوت دارد مردم می خواهند که باید گفتار و کردار طالبان با او تعهدی که به مردم می کنند باید یکسان باشد در برنامه فیلن با ما جناب قاری سامیولا یکی از فرماندهانم از Not every day you do in with, with armed
3: people
14: standing
5: behind. will be living under the umbrella of the
3: Islamic system.
5: Yeah. Don't worry. Stay and live in your homeland. In your own homes,
11: your homeland needs you and we will
5: protect you.
3: So, going to try to establish a a, a safe regime. Well, um, that boy, that you talk about, it's all perspective. Yeah. Of, of, oh, yeah. of uh, whether you there's uh,
11: there's only I counted what was it eight or nine mm-hmm. uh, people holding automatic weapons on them. So
3: uh, yeah, and uh, of course that. Um,
11: if you're wondering about, let's face it, we'd all like to
3: do that to some of our evening news. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I know that uh, that that. I, but when I hear what he just said after, I, I I know this is a handle for you because I think you're getting Sarah Let's let's go ahead video four, but video three. A when when he's saying he's trying to establish a safe environment, and we have a video of them going door to door and shooting yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean that's safe uh, for who? Yeah. Well, that's. It, Safer, I guess those guys uh, in the room. But let's go Sarah first. So we have uh, the uh, an American citizen that is uh, stranded, and uh, we do have video. Art.
2: Yeah, Bubba, it's I remember, disturbing audio. Uh, now I remember,
3: he just said it's going to be safe there on the newscast that they're running now. This is the sound that people hear of the Taliban going door to door shooting people that that were with the Americans or opposed them. That's the new safe atmosphere that the Taliban said they're providing for the people on the mm-hmm. newscast they're now running. That does that. It just doesn't sound that safe to me. Uh, for those of you that think that we're doing audio from Chicago, this is actually uh, so. Uh, the uh, yeah, yeah, cabal. Kabul, Kabul, Uh So there There's the new safe environment the Taliban's providing uh, and encouraging people to stay because they're going to have a safe atmosphere. You know, they, that's not really the message you send when you show up in a newscast. You know, with guns on the guy. I mean, that's. Um, uh, that,
11: that just – that picture says all you need to know.
3: Yep. All you need to know. So, uh, so here we go. Uh, here's Sarah that said, hey, she missed the plane. Uh, that's, uh, that's not good, yeah. uh, trying to leave Afghanistan.
2: This is Chris Cuomo. I want I you to him.
5: meet our guest. You've heard her on this show before. Sarah, we're calling her. It's not a real name. Oh, thank you, Chris. Uh, one of the many left behind, a U.S. citizen, a former interpreter for the U.S. military and someone who is still committed to helping the people who've been left behind by the U.S. military and government to get out. She has been trying to leave, but only if she can get these families out who've begged for her help. Just to remind you of how she got to where she is today. Listen to this. It's just very sad to
13: see the, the women, they have to kiss my feet. It's heartbreaking and I can't leave them behind. I have 19 kids in my house and two of them are disabled. Um, I feed them, uh, I take care of them. I can't leave this country. Uh, Chris, I can't leave. Um, I can't leave these families. They were there with us. They worked just like I did
8: and I can't leave them behind.
5: Now, Sarah is joining us from the phone in Kabul. Sarah, do I still have you?
14: Uh, Yes, sir. Hello, Chris.
5: Hi. Now, we were talking before we came back out of the commercial, but let's pretend we weren't, Sarah, so everybody can hear the same details you already relayed to me. Uh, how do you feel on the ground there now that the United States is gone? Is the mood shifting?
8: I just found out that they left and I was just silent for, for a little
13: while. And I just went, walk around the rooms and I saw the young kids are sleeping
8: and they have no clue what happened this morning that the last flight is gone and we're left behind.
3: Hmm. Wow. That's gotta be a bad feeling. Uh, mm. the, well, the good news is the Taliban said they're going to create a safe environment mm-hmm. for all the Afghanis. You know. now we're, if
11: you're a singer or mm. a comedian, no, uh, no, not good. No, no, no not good. No, We've already seen how no, some of that went. No, uh, an uh, Afghani folk singer, Rick has mm. been executed by the Taliban just days after the Islamic Fundamental Group declared that music is forbidden in Islam. No music? No music. None. Nada. So how much? Nada. Zero? Mm. So, um, wow. Said he was shot dead Friday uh, when enforcers returned to his home after an earlier searching it and even drinking tea with him. They shot him in the head on the farm, his son says.
3: Yeah, uh, then they go on to say that he played uh, some instruments I'd never heard of. Anybody heard of the bowed lute? Yeah, not familiar with that. Adler, bowed lute. There it is, Bubba, look. Basically, it's some sort of cello-looking thing. Uh, not anymore, because uh, I'm pretty sure that thing makes music. So, yeah, uh,
11: sang, uh, he sang traditional songs about his country. Not
3: right? anymore. Yeah. No, he he won't now. so hard to sing when you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so... Um, let me tell you, though, if you want to eradicate music from a society, shooting a folk singer out on his farm uh, and let let the word get out about it, that'll, mm-hmm. that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the head of the Taliban— uh, You'll take your, your bow, loot and put it down, won't you? Yeah.
11: Uh, our, Bury it. He's a spokesman for the Taliban. Had told the New York Times that music was being outlawed, just as it had been during the group's rule from ninety six to 2001— Music is forbidden in Islam, he told the paper. Uh, we're hoping we can persuade people not to do such things instead of pressuring them. That's his quote. Bubba, mm.
3: good news. We have a special reporter from the, for the United Nations on cultural rights. Mm-hmm. She says she's concerned that music's been banned in Afghanistan and him being shot in the head, and guess what? She calls on governments to demand the, Dal- the Taliban respect Hashtag human rights of hashtag artist. Yeah, good mm-hmm. luck. Hey, hey, I can't pronounce your name, but that's that's. Hey, I hope you I'm don't just get, gonna go ahead and put that story over here in the done stack. Rick. Uh, tell you something. Lights hey, out, baby. Hey, like the thing that gets me about the lunacy of this United Nations reporter. Do they that, do, 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 do they, they actually think? I suppose. Do they think? <laughs> That I'm like sitting there, and, and I got my, all, I got a brand new, I got a really nice weapon that I got from the United yeah. States. I just flew over here on a on a new helicopter. Yeah. I've landed yeah. in my Chinook. Okay, I'm out the farm. I just shot a folk singer in the back of the head, and uh, because I say no music, none for you. And then all of a sudden, does she think somebody's going to run up? And say to this Taliban leader, "Hey, you haven't seen the hashtag out there, have you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you better rethink this. Hey, you had, hashtag rethink it. You hadn't seen hashtag human rights, <laughs> hashtag artists, have you? <laughs> let me tell you that hashtag. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> hey, Stand down. Who is mad at me? A hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they said you need to let these artists, you know, do their art. See that? That's where some of you that, some of you that are, how can our artists in our free society? Be soft on these kind of things and have a world view politically that really is designed to take away your freedoms. Yeah. I, I just don't follow that. Either you just don't you just don't understand what it really is like. Uh, but um, I don't think the Taliban government is going to change their point of view over a hashtag. Now it's just that's just my thought. I, I think you're dead on there, Rick. Well, Hashtag uh, forget it. Well, remember though, see, <laughs> that, that people do that because they think they're afraid
7: of hashtags and so they yeah. think others are. Yeah, I
3: hate to tell her that her best hope is for
11: conservative Christians to give her you your ride.
7: Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
5: Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It is eight
3: Rick minutes Bubba, to the top Rick of the hour. Senator Tommy Day Tuberville will be with us at the top of the hour. Rick and 866, Rick and we be big is our number. Rick and Bubba, All right, so, Bubba, here's a couple of other things we can do. We can, uh, we can hear Joe Biden talking to the FEMA folks, and he can't remember anybody's name, or we can uh, look at the. Uh, uh, the Taliban going into the hangars to look at all their new stuff they got. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. Okay. So let's see what we bought them, guys. All right, so a video uh, video's, uh, five there. It's a bit uh, eerie. Uh, so, so we've got, uh, there's an L.A. Times Middle East correspondent.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, that, uh, that's going to show um, some of what the Taliban now has because uh, everything that we had there for the Afghans uh, that we provided now belongs to the Taliban. We've heard everybody talking about this. Didn't somebody say they've got about what? $80 billion?
11: Yes, yeah, correct. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. If you've seen the numbers, it's staggering how much. You're about you to
2: see four right. Chinook helicopters. Yeah, and, you know, I hear those that are saying, well, these probably have all been disabled, whatever. I don't know. But I guarantee you the Russians would be happy to get their hands on them. Uh, but here he is walking through. He's He decided to stay behind and, and do reporting on it. But look what they got on walking around. Night well, yeah. vision goggles like on the top. soldiers. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So they're they're outfitted very very well. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, they if got you the look latest, at that,
11: they got the latest best night vision stuff. Do you
3: think they get that they have that feeling like you had when you were a little boy and you got to dress up as a soldier hmm. and you had it on walking around? And you're like, look at me, man! Look what I have on. Uh, so, um, so that ought the, to make you sick. Yeah, should not. Sure should. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they got a lot of stuff in the hangar. Yep. It's, and that's just that hangar, right? Oh yeah, yeah, there's there's plenty of it. They got all kinds of stuff now. I don't know what was disabled, what was, and I'd like to think, I hope we have enough sense to disable some of it. Well, we've mm-hmm. got
11: yeah. uh, video yeah. in, in one of the other cities of uh, one of our high tech helicopters flying around overhead, so it wasn't disabled.
6: Right. Yeah.
3: Well, that's true.
11: So, and
6: and well, that's too gruesome to talk about, but them actually hanging something from mm-hmm. the chopper—pretty gross.
3: Well, I don't know
6: if you've pretty telling.
3: I don't know if you've looked at the history of um, evil empires. They're really big on public hanging stuff around for you to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it'll get you attention. Now we have noticed, you know, like in Mussolini's case. But if the people ever get you, they'll they'll give a little public themselves. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've heard
11: of having to eat your own words, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me tell you that that ending right there uh, has has been grounds for a lot of leaders
3: who were losing a war to take their own life. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's one of those things, if you're in power, you have to keep everybody afraid because if they ever get the courage to come get you Mm -hmm. and they pull it off, well, it's ugly. So, uh, so anyway, so there, there it is. Uh, and we have, um, we, we pretty much laid out yesterday for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've heard from our general, we've, we've heard Sneflopolis, uh, getting, uh, Biden on record is saying that he we wouldn't leave till every American was out. We know that's not true. We see the Taliban looking at all their new stuff. We see Sarah. I didn't know that was the last plane. Uh, we watched a uh, newscast uh, with the Taliban having guns there behind the the anchor and the Taliban saying that everybody's going to be all right. It's going to be safe. And then to hear them shooting people door to door. So I think we've covered it. Uh, I think that's pretty much where we are on the old Afghani situation. Mm. We, we think, boom.
11: yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's, uh, you know, for the people who fought in it, I will say that there was an accomplishment to it. We had 20 years yeah. that we didn't have an attack on Absolutely. American soil. Absolutely. Uh, but once again, I think our civilian leadership has failed us greatly mm-hmm. and we have seen this time and time again since the end of World War II.
3: Now we don't, uh, there, now this is unconfirmed, but there is now, which if this, gets any legs, it could be even uglier. I don't know how it could get any uglier. But, you know, there is a Senator, Ron Johnson, a Republican from Wisconsin. Uh, He has launched an investigation that there were buses of Americans that were turned away at Kabul uh, there at the airport who were trying to evacuate the country last week, and they, they were turned away. Now, I don't know whether that's true or not, but that is what he is alleging, and they are looking into so, the, the, there's, if, if we get to the point that there's Americans saying, well, we tried to even follow the rules and, and get to where we were, but see, you might get turned away if you put the Taliban in charge of security of the airport.
11: Yeah,
3: yeah. <clears throat> so, that, that, that might mm-hmm. happen. You you- know, it, especially when, you know, and you know how much I can't stand inefficiency. How miserable you think I am oh, right now? Oh, Rick, you you you're, you're gonna have got, a
11: long, sad run on
3: this. You talking about? I tried to be sharp and pull everybody out. say, we're done. We'll be in there, and then because it was so disastrous, I had to now try to send everybody back. Except oh. now we're not in charge. You you think that bothers me? Mm. Can, can anything be more inefficient and stupid than that? No. Uh, so um, and Ooh. you know, and it's one thing for you to go with well, this. We seem to be wasting time. It's nothing when people are dead unnecessarily. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, it's one thing to not be efficient with time. It's, it's nothing to be inefficient with people's lives. That's a, that's a doozy. But I don't know. I, I mean, the time we're living in, see, what would happen for this to matter and for changes to take place, and I say this to all of us, not to some of us, if we're not willing to leave this ridiculous group thing, thing we're doing, where no matter what my group does, I always have to find a way to say it's okay. There, there is not just right and wrong, no matter what party I like or political view I have or uh, uh, convictions that I may have, or you know, to, to be principled and say there are some things that just, a word that we say a lot but don't do anymore, that are bipartisan. There are some things that we all just agree is decent walking around human beings. This is right. This is wrong. This was done poorly. This was done well. Um, and I don't know if, if we can't stop this home team tribalism, groupthink, uh, mob mentality, I, I don't know that we can ever change anything, because what happens is, uh, in order to change something, you know, we, we, we don't have the numbers if we all stay in our little groups and say, "Well, my group does everything right, and your group does everything wrong." If we can't stop that, uh, it's hard to make changes, because to make changes that need to be made at some point, as Americans, we all have to agree on some things across the across the aisle. And is there anybody that that voted for Biden that says, "I tell you what, I got no issue with this. I think this went well." Well, thirty
11: eight percent of the people polled thought he'd done a good job with this.
3: Can you help me with that? Can you explain, right, Rick? I, I really can't. I don't even know. I don't. Know, you I don't asking know him what, to walk that I, out, I, Yeah, I, I don't know what <laughs> evacuation they're watching. Right. I mean, you could you could come in and say, I think what I would hear, because I don't know much, but I do know people, I think what I would hear is, I'm just glad we're at Afghanistan, and to get out of that place, man, bad things are going to happen, that's just the way it is. That, I guess that could be the only thing you could say. I don't agree with that. Uh, but, well, you got it.
7: Yeah, you got it.
3: Uh, top of the hour, we'll be back. Senator Tuberville is next.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
8: who warned you that soccer morning, would destroy the mean, country. Well, Rick and Bubba.
9: Six
3: and a half minutes past the hour from the Broadcast Take Plaza and Teleport is the Rick and Bubba show. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. uh, it, like I said, that's going to have to be on the to-do list to reset it everyone. morning. Uh, so we uh, we do start a new hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We've covered a lot uh, over the last couple of hours, uh, some in the kickoff hour, and of course... Um, here on the big show uh bubba welcome back for another hour buddy rick i'm glad to be here
11: thank you and uh we want to thank senator tommy tuberville for taking a little time out of his busy schedule and joining us today do we have the senator on the senator's
3: on the line hello senator good morning you know normally i'd be getting ready for
15: my first game and uh and i tell you what has my world all our world has changed you know in the last last few years but uh especially the last couple of weeks. What a, what a sad time in the, in the history of our country.
3: Yeah, uh, if you were getting ready for a game, I, I hope you'd have better strategy than the one we had leaving Afghanistan. Boy.
15: I promise you we'd be organized and have a plan, understand what we're trying to do. And uh, it's just totally opposite what they do up here in D.C. It's, uh, it's just uh, chaos. Uh, and you got way too many chiefs, not enough Indians, and we've got way too many people that's never had a job. All they've been in is the politics. They don't understand the real world. And uh, it is, you know, i told people this on the campaign trail. What I've looked at over the years from the point of view of just being a citizen and not in politics is, you know, our country is basically run on autopilot. You know, and it just overcomes the mistakes of politicians. Uh, now those mistakes have, have just swelled up on us. And we've got to the point where, you know, we're coming to some bad endings and not, not just Afghanistan, other things, too. So uh, uh, it's a tough time for our country, but we're strong, uh, we're, we're resilient, we always have fought back, and, and we'll fight back now.
3: Well, it, 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 Can I ask you this, and then we'll get to these other topics, but um, based on what you just said, is it, was it worse than you thought it was as a citizen when you got there? Is it more inept and chaotic uh, than even you imagined as a citizen?
15: Yeah, you know, if you go back and just look at Donald Trump's tenure, uh, he fought the mainstream media. He fought the crazies on the left, the the very, very far left. He even fought the moderate Democrats because they sided with with the the crazy left. And uh, now that Joe Biden's in there, you know, I, and I'm not going to downgrade the guy. You know, we we know he's getting close to 80 years old. You you can tell he's got some kind of problem. Yep. Uh, I don't know how deep it goes. They're trying to hide it. They're not doing a very good job of it. But at the end of the day, you've got people behind the scenes like his of staff and Susan Rice and Obama, John Kerry, that are basically running the show. And uh, it's, you know, as I said earlier, too many chiefs. We've got too many people making decisions and – uh, but it is a division up here that you, n- you would not believe uh and we we 're in a minority you know really the true Americans right now are in the minority, yeah. especially in the leadership roles and there 's nothing we can do. we can fight back and we can do as much as we possibly can, but they 're tre- trying to rewrite the rules every day and it just it's frustrating, but uh, again, the American people in this country are resilient and and will survive uh
11: Senator. Let, let me ask you a quick question on the Afghanistan thing, and then we'll, we'll move to some other topics, too. Did we ever determine uh, who was it that actually suggested this excellent plan for getting out? Was it uh, the, the Secretary of Defense, the, the, chief, joint, the joint Chiefs of Staff? Did, did the president just ignore their advice, or was he given terrible advice? And will somebody be held accountable for this?
15: Yeah, Bubba, the last, you know, I'm on the Armed Services Committee, and I've been in every hearing with the general. Now, the generals, the four-stars and the three-stars basically have to come to the, our committee meetings at least once every quarter, and we get to ask questions. And we knew this was coming. Uh, everybody knew that, you know, the leaving Afghanistan was was on the table. And so we all asked questions. And my question was, we've got the best and and probably the most important base in the world in Bagram, right. and we've got billions of dollars invested in it, and it's just a few hundred miles away from the border of China, Pakistan, and Iran. Our next base to that is Qatar, or Qatar, which is an ARF-16 flight. That's how far it is, and so uh, my question was, please tell me that we're going to keep that Air Force base as long as we can, and we can quit fighting we can, and we're not hadn't been fighting for years if that not hadn't been a 20 year war. But please tell me that we're going to keep some kind of presence because that area is one of the most influential areas of this world for the next 50 years. And uh, most of them said, you know, we're for staying and this and that. And well, you see what happened, we, we packed up and left before we got everybody else out, which is the biggest mistake that's probably been made. By our military uh, and, uh, since Vietnam and Saigon.
3: So let's talk about um, you know that that's that it, that apparently is what it is now. Uh, do you see right. that people who even supported Biden is there? Because I was talking about earlier about that we got to come off this tribalism and mobs and groupthink to where nothing is bipartisan anymore and nothing we can all agree on, no matter how we may see taxes and things like that. But are you seeing anyone, uh, on the left going, yeah, this is a disaster. This, this, something's got to be done.
15: Yeah. Of course, the mainstream media defines what the left says and, and at least they've come around and said, what the heck's going on here? Right. Even, you know, the even the left, uh, you know, the TV stations, radio stations, the writers, they've even said, what are we, what are we doing? I mean, it, and even though, you know, we're, no, we're coming out, you know, where's the organization? Where's the plan? Um. The plan was just get out, and uh, I don't know who pulled a string on that. I'm disappointed before the four-star four generals saying, listen, if you're going to do that, here's my resignation. I'm out of here. I'm not going to be a part of this program right. because it's not what's good for this country and really not what's good for the world, our allies and everybody uh, along with us. So it's uh, it was just organized chaos. You know, we've been trying. My staff, we've got over a dozen people uh from alabama out of afghanistan on their own no, no help from the state department no help from our military just our people from behind the scenes working phone calls tell them to go this place and that place but we've had that from every congressman and senator all over the country and we've had to do that because they're they have panicked now there's people still there uh there's more than 100 to 200 i want to see how I many Joe Biden says it's in there today. Of course, they've never known how many people in there, and all of a sudden we've only left 100 behind, which is crazy. We're getting calls, still calls, all the time about, please get us out. Please get us out, because they're in danger. And, you know, I don't know if y'all knew this, but Glenn Beck personally has yeah. got now 5,000 Christians, yeah. Yeah. 5,000 Christians. And yeah. the Christians have no chance
3: in Afghanistan. No,
15: It's over for them.
3: Over. Well, What was shocking uh, was is, is hearing him suggesting that other countries – would take them, and we wouldn't. Uh, oh, no. I know that. I, yeah, he said the State Department was actually a
11: hindrance to all this.
3: That, that, yeah, that, 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 that State was, Department.
15: Blinken is is clueless, uh, I, and John McCain even said it years ago. Tony Blinken has no business being in politics and being in any kind of uh, uh, director position. And, and and sure enough, they made him Secretary of State. I mean, this guy has. He doesn't have a clue. And so uh, Lloyd Austin, Blinken, Mayorkas, who's over at Homeland Security, who, again, he has no clue. And uh, uh, Lloyd Austin, all these guys, and Millie, I mean, they're, they're all followers. There are no leaders in the group of set, standing up and saying, listen, I'm against this. They can do it against my will, but I will not be a part of it. And uh, the American people deserve that kind of leadership. Well, we have zero leadership up there in terms of standing up to what's right and what's wrong.
3: All right, we're going to come back. Uh, Senator Tuberville uh, from Alabama is with us. Still to come, we'll talk, um, we'll talk the current state of the uh, pandemic, which includes um, this um, joint op-ed that you're doing uh, with uh, a Carter out of Georgia concerning if we really want to try to get a handle on this, there's certain things we got to address. We'll also talk a little Hurricane Ida when we continue with Senator Tuberville right after this.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
14: you listening to The Rick and Bubba Show.
3: 21 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. people Sunday morning. They ain't just
9: feel they pour in. Their cup is overflowing. My people all
7: got people.
3: Senator Tommy Tuberville is our guest. So, um disaster in afghanistan uh nobody really clarifying whether the president made this decision on his own did he get bad advice from military people uh or did uh, the military people give bad advice it's kind of hard to figure out but we'll watch the politicians all try to dodge and move blame um uh, everywhere that ought to be fun like a hockey puck being kicked around uh but anyway so uh, let's talk about um this uh a joint op-ed because, you know, we're still in the middle of this pandemic. Uh, Many Americans, sadly not all, but many Americans are confused by all the things and the freedoms that that they want to take away from us all under the guise of we must do something. People are going to, I mean, you're you're killing people if you don't get the vaccine. Uh, You're doing this and these treatments and got to do that and put this mask on and don't do that. And why are you doing this? Meanwhile, a southern border is wide open. And people are pouring in from who knows where, uh, you know, uh, 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 and 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 that's confusing. That our our federal government is not doing what the Constitution says they should do, and that is to protect the border and vet people coming into this country. So you, Senator and Representative Carter of Georgia, are trying to say something about that.
15: Yeah, we uh, come up with. Uh opportunity to give people some authority to arrest people. And here's what's happened. ICE, which is the immigration police all over the country, and and they have the authority to go and investigate and arrest and put people in jail and all that. Well, Biden has put uh, handcuffs on them. They pretty much can't do anything. They've limited their powers. So somebody needs to have the opportunity to make a decision, especially across the country. Now, this is just not at the southern border. Uh, I've been down there. They're putting on people putting thousands of people on airplanes every day and buses, sending them to every city across the United States in Birmingham, uh, they bus load after bus load coming to Birmingham. A lot of them have COVID. A lot of them have other problems. Can't read, can't write, all those things. But that being said, we need to empower like, uh, local and state law enforcement uh, immediately. They need to have the ability to stop, investigate, talk to them, find out what they're doing, who they are, because as we speak, state, state and local law enforcement do not have any authority to stop an illegal immigrant. Don't you think about that?
1: Wow! It's only,
15: I. and so uh, we've got to give somebody some authority. This is a, this is the biggest catastrophe going on right now. Uh, Afghanistan is long term; it's going to really affect the world, the entire world, and our country. It's a debacle, but this southern border is something that if people really understood what was going on, I've been down there several, it is, it is awful. And we're treating the illegal immigrants really bad in terms of coming up here. There's no telling how many thousand have been raped, killed, uh, uh mangled coming up from, from Mexico. It's just, it's, it's
3: awful. And it's confusing that And Bubba and I've said this a ton, but it's like, you, you keep saying something, hoping somebody will finally go, yeah, that's a good point. Um, But the Constitution clearly lays out this is the role of the federal government. So we have a federal government that will not do what the Constitution demands they do, but then they want to overreach and do everything the Constitution forbids them to do. I mean, it's frustrating as a citizen.
15: This is a plan by the left. They need many voters as they possibly can get. They understand that uh, uh, the more they let in, the more votes that they're going to get. It's not about helping the 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 left right now the, the the people uh up here that that i see that they could care less about people they want to be, be elected and and have power it's all about power here and so that's what's going on southern border joe biden hadn't even been down you can't even get him to talk about it uh what, what's her name kamala harris flew down there and and stayed on her plane i think and then flew out so she said she went down there but it's it's atrocious, and we're, we're losing our Border Patrol people. They're retiring, quitting. Uh, all they are is nursemaids down there. They have no authority, and uh, it's uh, this Mayorkas who's Secretary of Homeland Security is an absolute fool. I mean, he absolutely said that the border was not open, and, I'm, and we're thinking, you've got to be kidding me. And we were down there when he was there. Uh, it's uh, you, you just feel bad for the, uh, the citizens of this country paying that bill every person. That comes across that line, the border, and comes to this country, costs you and me and the American taxpayers of this country fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Think about that. And so it is a shame that Joe Biden and the left have taken this point and direction. But it is what it is. We know who they are. I told y'all when I first ran a few years ago. Coach, why are you doing this for? We're in trouble because I've seen it from education to the border to everything that's going on because I've actually had a job. I've been out in the public. And so uh, uh, we're going to have to get on our hands and knees and pray, folks, because this is a serious, serious problem. The worst problem that we've got going on right now, inflation and, and the virus, which is tough, that southern border is going to bring this country to
11: its needs. Speaking of the federal government getting out of their lane, we also have reports today, you know, several states have passed mask bans in schools, and this is something each state has their own ability to decide that and and be responsible for those decisions. But we're hearing that the administration, Senator, is going to open up a civil rights investigation into these states banning masks. Have you heard that?
15: Uh, Of course they are. Uh, you know, they, they want control. But just remember this. They want power over every person, every dog, cat, human in this country. Because if they get power, they are the elite and they can control you. And that's what they're trying to do. you got Obama behind the scenes, uh, John Kerry, these people that think they know better than the American people. This country was built on Judeo principles and liberty and freedom of people having opportunity, be as good as they possibly could be. They don't. They want to tell you how much you can do, what you can do, when you can do it. And uh, uh, it is. It, it, I mean, it's coming fast. It's. It's not something that's slowly moving in. It is. It is. They want to get everything done in the next six, seven months they possibly can. Put this country in as much debt as they can. It's. Uh, it's something that. Uh, it's mind-boggling. It's an old boy like me coming up here seeing it for the first time. And it is on the fast track.
3: Thank you, Senator Tuberville, for taking time to be with us and uh, and uh, just um, updating us. Not not a lot of positive news, but at least something uh, something is actually there's, – there's some movement to try to at least push back. We certainly have to. Thanks a lot for your time uh, and uh, spending time with us today.
15: Yes, yeah, Thank you. Just remember, we've got God on our side, and we've got the American people. We, we stay with that. We're, we're, we're going to make it
3: through this. Thank
11: Sen- you. Senator, thank you, and uh, join us again.
3: And uh, he had to get to another uh, interview coming up there at the bottom of the hour, so uh, we'll come back. We'll talk more about this. As a matter of fact, uh, you remember when Australia was talking about? You know, they just, man, they just loved shutdowns. They th- thought it was the greatest thing ever. Of course, it hasn't you know done anything other but destroy their economy. Uh, they are now saying something that we'll talk about about the COVID-0 policy. Of course, it's something you were hearing here for years, I mean, um, for months. We'll talk about that when we come back.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Warning.
15: This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience.
3: Yeah, come on. 35 minutes past the hour. Hey! Well, let me tell you, some bad music like you're listening to right now. Listen to this stomp on some Raycon earbuds. Somebody say, hey! Can
12: you hear it, Bubba? Feel it, Rick. Feel it. Can you feel it?
3: Uh, So buyraycon.com slash Bubba to get yours right now. They're about half the price of the other brands, but you're not dropping any quality. The quality is going to be phenomenal. They fit so much more comfortably. Uh, They're very discreet. They do not make you look uh, odd. Uh, And uh, you can get them for about half the price, and we'll get you an extra 15% off just by going to buyraycon.com slash Bubba. We've had some great products to be presented to you the audience over the years and we got some great success stories and this is another one by slash bubba the rick and bubba family's in love with these uh so go there right now uh and uh, it's a it, it is a great great it, it, how many when was the last time that you bought something and you said you know what i got that's good value i mean what i paid for that was reasonable what i'm getting for what i paid is, is exceeding my expectations when, when's the last time that's happened to you uh well let me tell you something if you want to listen to all the Rick and Bubba content in, uh, in in the best way imaginable, you get these Raycon earbuds right now. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under sponsors. Remember that our link uh, gets you 15% off. Uh, some things we need to know, Bubba, talking about the old pandemic. We'll get to the hurricane here. Today. Pandemic me. Pandemic
7: me. Oh,
3: the dark clouds of covid Still hanging over the world. Here's a couple of updates. Australia, which uh, tried to uh, lecture us all uh, who did not believe in uh, shutting down society. Uh, and uh, this was their COVID zero policy. You remember that? Uh, by the way, the percentage of Australians that have been fully vaccinated, a whopping 27%. Uh, so um, the... Uh, they in What country, Rick? Say uh, say Al- it again. Australia. 27% vaccinated.
11: By the way, the Taliban has more
3: of our helicopters now than Australia does. That's funny. Uh, So here's what the new prime minister is saying. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has determined that the country's approach with COVID-0, which is a total shutdown, everybody get in your house, nobody move, and if you move, we're going to watch you, okay? Uh, He said this is not a sustainable life. Really? Yes. Shocking, isn't it? And so – they, they, he said the Delta variant showed up and we started doing our strict policy and restrictions and lockdowns to stamp out the outbreak. But the government over the weekend has laid out a new plan because he says this isn't going to be able to be sustainable. He said he was going to drop the restrictions uh, once uh, 80% of the adults are vaccinated. Uh, so he, uh, he said, um, uh, and, and it looks like that's just not going to happen. And so he is saying that uh, uh, they're going to uh, change this point of view because it's not a sustainable life. So, uh, so shocking, yeah. So, and of course, we said that you remember some of the citizens back during COVID Alpha said they keep telling you that we've done so well with this pandemic. What they're not telling you is we've lost our economy and we've lost our livelihood. That they're not telling you. Uh, So, uh, so there's Australia changing their plan. From the very conservative Stanford University. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Y- you know how, how right-wing they can be. Yeah. Uh, we have the latest infection survival numbers uh, based on age groups. And, Rick, I'm going to say this is good news. It, yeah. He- uh, uh, he- I don't
11: know if you'll hear it in the news,
3: but this is good news to me. So here we go. If uh, if you are a baby all the way up to the age of 19, your chance of surviving uh, the variant uh, or any form of COVID right now, it sits at ninety nine point nine nine seven three percent. That's a that's good odds. That's good. And, that, and for those of you bad at math, that is good odds. So the so children and the things we're doing to children, uh, we're talking about a survival rate of almost one hundred percent. Okay, uh, if you're twenty to twenty nine, now boy, it, it drops a little. You're only ninety nine point nine eight six. Uh, that's uh, that's from twenty to twenty nine. Uh, If you're 30 to 39, whoo, it starts to get scary now, 99.969, okay? Uh, If you're 40 to 49, 99.918. If you're 50 to 59, 99.73. If you're 60 to 69, 99.41. If you're 70 plus, non, what is that? Uh, I I don't know what what that that is. I was just looking at that. I'm not sure. Non, non, let me look. um, Hold on. It says non... I N S T. What is that? Uh, let's see. What uh, is it, that? It, it, there's so many numbers in the story. Oh can,
11: yeah. Well, you you know you you're given the the basic numbers you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Right. So
3: if you're 70 plus 70 plus, uh, I guess, and you don't, and you're relatively healthy. 97.6 uh, percent, and then all people 70 plus 94.5 percent. So uh, so the lowest number we have right now is the 70 plus. Uh, with with issues and they're at ninety four point five. That's our lowest number. So
11: e- even when we go down into the say fifty fifty nine, mm-hmm. you're looking at ninety nine point seven three percent. Now, if you're in that hundredths or a thousandths of a percentage point, and you have lost a loved one, been there, got uh, it. That is bad. It is bad. But and you hate to reduce this to a numbers game. But when you're in a country of three hundred and fifty million, mm-hmm. that's all you can do. It's talk numbers. So Mm -hmm. survivability is very good. In all cases, better than 94%. In most of the cases, under 70, way over 99%.
3: Well, and the reason why I think this is important, it goes back to kind of what we were saying in, in the beginning. Individually, you have to decide how your life needs to be lived on your individual situation. But when you look at us, as Bubba said, as a macro country, you have to live your life based on the survivor, survivor survivability yep. numbers yep. because that's how the economy and society needs to run. And I'll be honest, with the Delta variant, I'm seeing more of that. I mean, there are some places that you look and go, man, they're really uh, – they, they, we've acknowledged it's there. Yeah. We know that it kills people. And, and I, I want. could I just now say I, – can I hand out a blanket statement? Uh, and this is based on men who are doing a show. That have all had people that we know that have died of all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. was not. I was not more sad when the person that I love died of, of COVID than I was when they died of cancer, or when they died of an, of a, you know a tragedy, um, a, a car wreck, a drowning. All those were bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. When somebody you love dies, it's it's hard. But that's that's people's individual lives. So if I could just say. So, we don't have to keep saying this every time we, we get an update on the numbers. We understand because we've been there, this doesn't mean that your loved one was no big deal. It doesn't mean it wasn't sad. It doesn't mean it wasn't tragic. It doesn't mean that we don't need to live our lives doing everything we can to keep these survival numbers where they are. Okay? Um, and uh, that, that's, can I just say a blanket? We, we understand all that. Uh, we're living in a time now where if you talk in general, everybody thinks you don't understand about their individual situation. Right. We certainly Hear do. Hear
11: what we're saying. Yeah.
3: And how about this? We all here have individual situations. Yep. Okay. Uh, in, in all kinds of ways. Uh, does we, have, it, we have a family friend whose funeral is Friday. That's right. That died of COVID. So uh, we, we we have not been exempt from it. We have not been, you know, uh, isolated away from it. Uh, we We're working through this just like everybody else, but – when somebody starts trying to take away your livelihood, when somebody starts trying to do things to your children that may be more detrimental than the actual virus, then you have to have this information so you're making wise decisions and we're doing things that are level headed and wise. Because you need to go get this information on your own because this thing's become politicized. So once it's become politicized on either end, you know, I, this thing of goodness i don't even want to get started on the hmm. the way you have to speak about the vaccine and buddy you better watch um that there, there are the numbers yeah okay oh, yeah. yeah and that those are those are from the latest numbers from stanford you can also go to the cdc you can see all these things for yourself um now every now and then you're going to hear a government organization say something and then another organization say the opposite that's still going to continue right mm-hmm. but the and,
5: and that, uh, that uh, non-inst whatever that, mm-hmm. is, that I think that means that ninety-seven percent of the people that are over the age of seventy that don't live in like an assisted living institution of some oh, okay. kind. Okay. Okay. So ninety-seven
8: percent, ninety-seven point six percent of the people that are over seventy years old that don't live in an institution of some kind survive. To the virus.
3: I got you. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is if you're 70-plus and you're independent, mm-hmm. your survival Still rate is, your is 97.6. Right. If you're needing uh, you know, assistance uh, and you're in, you're in assisted living or you're in a nursing home or something like that, survival rate 94.5%.
2: And give that 0 to 19 uh, percentage again.
3: 0 to 19 is 99.9973. That's f-
2: four numbers past the decimal. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, it's in the thousands. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yep. Yep. That's a a, a really strong number right there. It's good. And and that is a good number. You should should celebrate celebrate that. We we don't need to hide that. like It ain't important. Right. That's good. Amen. And,
11: and Rick, the politics of this is getting really, really weird now on both sides. And we'll we'll cover some of that, too.
7: We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the uh, the COVID update today, and just watching how this is affecting the society that we live in. So Australia says their COVID zero policy of lockdowns has presented a life that is unsustainable. They're moving away from that. Uh, you're, you're seeing this happening with, the, with a lot of places that tried that before. It didn't work. That's one of the good reasons to move away from it. And uh, we have some interesting legal battles going on out there right now. And now judges are getting involved with COVID treatment. Well, Rick, it used to be, uh, you know, when Trump was
11: in, we're not going to take anything that he brought to market. Now Biden's in, we don't trust him. Right. We've seen that part of the uh, politicalization of this this pandemic. Which is very not good. Now it is spreading to the courtroom. Yep. And when you start getting judges involved, you're going to get some crazy things happening. Yep. We have a judge in Ohio that has ordered a hospital to use ivermectin to treat a man for COVID-19 despite warnings from federal regulators. Now, not, can you – what in the Judge world? Gregory Howard ordered West, uh, Chester Hospital to treat Jeffrey Smith, 51, with the anti-parasitic drug after his wife sued to
3: force the hospital to use the treatment. So the hospital is saying we're not giving him ivermectin, right. and she says, Well, you can't deny him that.
11: The judge ruling requires the hospital to give Dr. Fred uh, somebody can't say his last Wagsell w- to administer thirty milligrams of ivermectin to Smith every day for three weeks. But the two page order does not explain the reasoning behind the decision, and he is quoting HIPAA patient privacy laws from commenting any further. So now, <laughs> look, rather, and it really doesn't matter where you fall on the ivermectin scale. We have federal regulators that have said it does nothing for COVID. We have some people saying it made a big difference. Yep. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. But we have a judge that is ordering a prescription now. Mm-hmm. That is crazy to me. OK, even even for someone that thinks we should explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and when the FDA came out the other day and the CDC and said, hey, guys, quit. They even were, you, you knew it was a, a millennial that wrote it. They're like, hey, y'all, no joke. You know, when oh, they yeah. put that in their yeah. official serious, press business. Honor, serious business. They pointed out you you're taking medicine that's made for cows and horses. Rick, don't go to the co-op to get your medicine. Okay. They make ivermectin that is prescribed for humans for various things. It's in
3: a little packet and everything.
11: And they're talking about we've had overdoses. Well well yeah. If you're if you're taking horse pills, yeah. You mm-hmm. might have that. Horses are big. <laughs> if you take what is prescribed for humans, it is a fairly safe drug. Now some people have said taken early, it makes a big difference in the battle with COVID. We don't know. There's studies going on right now. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but but how, we have a judge. Yeah, that's and, the, and see, that's I, the story. I'm a proponent of <laughs> ivermectin. At least trying it. What, yeah. what will it hurt? But when a judge starts ordering these things, that you, you're
3: getting you're getting off in the high grass in my world. But look over uh, on the other side, though. What if you're uh, you're trying to get treated and you can't get the doctor to give it to you? What do you do then? Well, I Find a doctor I that will, I guess. So so, and anymore. here's
11: the other side of this,
3: okay? We have an Illinois
11: mother who is unvaccinated, has been stripped of her rights to
3: see her son, according to a judge there. Who, by the way, the son is 11 years old. Can we pull those numbers back up, uh, the, the death rate numbers again? Uh, so he would fall into the category of uh, being almost 100% survival rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be at, he'd be at, 90, at 999 Nine it, seven three. three. The woman and her it. husband.
11: The woman and her husband have been divorced yeah. for seven That's years, cool. share custody of their son. Um. And they point out that the husband, the ex-husband, the dad, didn't even raise the issue. The judge did no, on but, his own. Well, of course, on his own. Well,
3: You're too stupid. You got the judge got to come in and help.
11: Now. That's two sides of this Mm -hmm. argument. Mm -hmm. I think both of them should scare every American and should not have happened. Um, Judges don't need to be in this because they, Rick, let's face it, some of them are about half step Biden. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, You're talking about the fact
3: we can't get you out of there? Let's
11: let let doctors and Mm. patients decide on their treatment, Mm -hmm. okay? And if you don't like the treatment options, you find another doctor, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's your option. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the judges ought to be ruling on someone seeing their kid based on their vaccination status. Because that's what we call a vaccine passport. And we have laws against that. Mm -hmm. But they're being trampled now, just like a lot of other laws. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that all Americans would hear me on that. It doesn't matter where you fall on this. Scale of vaccines, yeah, or, that's, or not of Mexican, that's not the point. That's not the point of this story. Or orange man bad, or, right. or Biden don't know who he is. <laughs> right, He's right, a bumbling right. fool. They're
3: coming to get us. Mean tweet, Mark of the Beast. Mean tweet versus complete <laughs> right. disaster
11: in Afghanistan. For, aside from all that, I wish we could find common ground that says judges don't need to be involved in these medical decisions
3: of how we're treated because like you just, vaccines are. Ivermectin. And you just laid it out because once you let a group get out of their state or federal or even local branch to where they belong, yep. one day that authority you gave them is going to come back to bite you. They're not supposed to be in it, period. You know? Uh, you know, you love it if it goes your way. but what Yeah, you, but you
11: think it's funny and, you, mm-hmm. you know, you do end zone mm-hmm. dance, but mm-hmm. when it comes back the other way, the point is, as Americans, we should realize treatment should be between patient and doctor. And, and that's who should be
3: making the decision. And my freedom is if I'm a, a ivermectin proponent and I want it, and my doctor won't give it to me, I'll go find a doctor who will. Yep. You know, and I'll, I'll have another doctor. Right? There's freedom there. Yeah, uh, I would. I would say that would be your option
11: too. Or just uh, call Bubba. He's got some. <laughs> <laughs> not. Not for that. <laughs> uh, Never know when your horse may be on the weather, Rick. <laughs> Let me tell you this.
3: I feel healthy, and I have no worms.
13: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I am worm-free All right. and feeling pretty good today. Nan in Birmingham. Nan, go ahead.
13: Hey, guys. The issue was that the physician had prescribed the ivermectin for the guy in the hospital, and the hospital refused to give it to him. So the woman went to the judge to have the hospital overruled to follow the physician's instructions.
11: Okay, well, if that's oh, okay. the case, if oh, that's the case, hey, then hey, I, man, I man. like that. Yeah, because I, I don't think, Nan, you, you know, this is like where the hospital, and you know, we've even heard this thing where pharmacies are not filling uh, prescriptions for things. I mean, mm. I thought the choice with that was with the doctor, right? Thank I mean, you. where am I missing that at? Uh, everybody
3: right now, as Greg says, trying to be sharp. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll come back. Bubba, Top of the hour, we'll get some of your phone calls in next hour, and we'll try to get some of those when we come back. Eight six six, we be big. If you want to join us, our website's Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and dot com. If you want a joyful experience, when's the last time you shopped the Rick and Bubba store? Right, go there and give it a look. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after that. Rick and
7: Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
0: Radio's dream team:
10: Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Busing, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsing, and Eddie Van Adler.
3: Yeah, the dream team's here, baby. Your phone calls are coming in at eight six six. We be big, and we are thankful for those. Uh, Willa Meets still in play. We'll get to those. Uh, get to Willa meet before the week is done. Uh, let's get started, uh, to start the hour. We'll start with Daniel out of Montgomery. He's on I-92 WLWI. Uh, Daniel, welcome to
16: Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead.
13: Morning, folks. Hey, man. I was hoping y'all could help me
16: wrap my mind around, uh, this scenario. We'll try. With our country being one
13: point whatever trillion dollars in debt, why would we leave $80 billion worth of equipment anywhere, much less in the Middle East, in the hands of the Taliban?
11: How much did you say in debt?
13: Uh, I'm not
11: exactly sure on our, our national debt. Yeah. Um, you said like one trillion? You need to add I'm, about twenty five sure to that. Sure. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. That, that's a, it's okay. way low. Okay, so it's worse than <laughs> I thought. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Well it getting it out, that's that's it's a lot of stuff to try to take home. Uh it's hard to do a garage sale there. Uh twenty eight. Yeah, we're twenty trillion uh trillion, wow. trillion and, and rolling. Um you know uh the I understand you leave it behind, but I don't know what you can really do with it. once Well, you're still- he- here's the problem. I think if it was a straight pullout, you
11: you dump it in the water, you blow it up. If it's not worth bringing back home. Right. But we left it for the Afghan National Army to fight with, and they just left it. Right. Just surrendered and ran right. immediately. So there was a strategic mistake in us thinking they could hold it down. Again, well- somebody who is— in charge made a horrific mistake and is not being held accountable for it because they'll make the
3: same stupid mistake again. Right. Well, from what we gathered, the Afghans weren't communi- it wasn't communicated to them real well that you're going to come back to the base today and we're going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
11: but I couldn't help but think, Rick, looking at those Chinook helicopters, we could use one or two of those, say, in Louisiana, Mississippi, today, yeah. helping
3: people get out. Uh, let's go to uh, JT. JT, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy.
12: Hey, uh, I've got a long story, but I don't want to tax you. The biggest thing I wanted to try to find out, I was hoping I could glean some knowledge from Bubba. I just got out of the hospital. I beat COVID. Congratulations. I I was was denied ivermectin. I caught it from my wife. She was given it very early. She had no issues. I went 10 days, got sicker and sicker. Day 10, I wound up in the hospital for seven days. Mm. They would not give me ivermectin. That's not my point. While I was in the hospital, let me tell you what I have learned. I have learned that hydrochloroquine has a, um, will not work in African Americans and Caucasians of Middle Eastern descent because of an enzyme they have. It is my opinion and my reading that drug is being <clears throat> withheld because if they can't have it, we can't have it. Uh, you know, so I, you, uh, can you speak to that?
3: Well, Bubba, I, I, I know for a fact that we talked to doctors that are all about these antivirals, and they said they moved to ivermectin because it was superior to hydroxychloroquine. Now they used, they used hydroxychloroquine for a while until ivermectin showed better results. That's that's what we were told.
11: Yeah, and it, and it's uh, it's anecdotal. It's, it hasn't been tested on a large scale double blind test, which is what you got to do to get you know formal approval. But I understand some of those tests are going on right now, and it may not help. They, the The doctors may have give them to people like your wife who is going to get better anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. None of us know. But I, I don't. I don't know about what you're saying. I haven't heard that anywhere. I'm I'm still back at Caucasians and Middle Eastern descent. Well, that's mm. that's. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was.
3: But, but anyway, um, I,
11: I, I don't know that there's <clears throat> there's any uh, race or nationality uh, component to antivirals. There there may be. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's some uh, races that have you know problems with some diseases more than others, like sickle cell. You sure, know, we know affects African Americans more than others. Uh, but I, I don't know. I haven't heard that. And I. I I still hear a lot of talk about blood types. I don't know that that's been proven. No, that, there's no, a lot dude, of I'm about. aware of.
3: I tell you one thing. I got my own one right now. I may, I may have a really long study for y'all <laughs> yeah. that I've got my own right now. Yeah, well, uh, we we've, we had one at our house too.
11: So <laughs> right. went ahead and got vaccinated, right. though. So it, she's out of that that study now. Chris <clears throat> uh, is in Nashville. Chris, go ahead.
16: Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good. Um, I was calling because uh, uh, the two stories that you brought up by the judge ruling, um, you know, Bub, I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't necessarily want judges ruling, but I think the, the second one scares me a whole lot more than the first one does uh, because it was brought up by the patient trying to get treatment. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. Uh, I think Greg, Greg updated me and said that. Uh, you guys had updated the story, and there was a prescription there, so that's where the number came in. Right. Um, but I, I I, think that it bring, being brought up by the patient scares me a little bit less um, in the second one where the judge just arbitrarily on his own decided that this is what was going to happen.
3: Yeah, and, uh, denying access to the child, to, to the to the parent uh, over who – I mean, it's something that's not even proven that she's that big a threat.
11: And, and there's even some story – and I, I can't she, even she believe – She doesn't
3: even have it. She just hasn't had the vaccine.
11: I mean – I can't believe that this would ever happen, right? But we are—we hear these stories of even doctors. Oh, here that we go. So you're going to go there, withholding this or that from an unvaccinated person that yes. comes in because they're like, well, you know. And this thing of blaming the unvaccinated is is a little childish, I think, by any of our elected officials. And I don't care who you are or what party. I think you're you're barking up a bad tree when you do that. You're not helping the cause if no, you really not. want people to get vaccinated. You're making them double down. You're, you're you, galvanizing. Yeah, absolutely. You're, digging, you're making them dig in,
3: and it's just not very wise. It, it's, it's a bad job of leading, and you must yeah. not understand how to do your job better. Yeah. Democrat, uh, and,
11: Republican, I don't yeah, care. But, I don't care. That is a terrible way to try to influence people.
3: Yeah, and you need to watch out. And, and of leadership. Because every single – here I go. This is the closest I'm going to get to coast-to-coast to coast today, okay? <laughs> we know <clears throat> for a fact that there are some doctors who didn't even hold back. They put it out themselves that there's a, there are some people in the medical not, – not all. Some people in the medical world that uh, the, the, the oath that they took, I guess they're changing it for some reason. And when they start saying that I'm not going to give fill in the blank to a person who's sick who didn't get vaccinated, that's number one. We've already laid out. If you're in a leadership position, terrible leadership, horrifying. You're making the you, you're, the goal that you want. That's the worst way you could go about achieving it. Those of you in the medical field that are barking this kind of grandstanding, okay? Do you realize this is the kind of garbage that we? here when we start thinking about a giant tyrannical government run healthcare because we all know that every government government run healthcare what does it do it says you're you're old enough we can't waste money on you uh hey tubby you haven't lived a very heavy uh, uh healthy life too bad for you over here you didn't take the vaccine too bad for you uh, uh you didn't wear your seatbelt too bad for you uh, you know, you, you, didn't, you didn't do this, too bad for you. And, and what we always know that government-run health care will be rationed. It has to be because there's not enough money. It goes broke when you take away the, the profit element of that. So when people hear this kind of garbage, and what's so sad is that you're refusing treatment to people as if somehow – there's no way they would ended up in that situation if they had just simply taken the vaccine, and you haven't proven that. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it looks like it's doing some good, and I'm all about that. It looks like it looks like it, antibodies ooh. are doing some good. It looks like some treatments are doing some good. But we all know that there's breakthroughs in every scenario we can set up.
11: Yeah, don't yeah, we know that? Right. Yes, we do know yeah, that, yeah. And, and that's why it has to be a multifaceted defense. You can't put all your eggs making in money, one bag. And, Speedy, you're saying the judge has reversed himself yes, now? Yes, the judge the... reversed
2: uh, the decision allowing unvaccinated mom to see her okay. son. I
3: think that's So now, now she can?
2: Yes. yeah. It's probably a wise
3: decision, Mr. Uh, trying to be a king. Uh, we'll come back. We'll continue with more of your phone calls coming up right after this. Rick and
7: Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: Let's phone troll this thing. We're getting a backlog on, on calls, and then we'll move on. Speedy, I know that uh, y'all talked about it earlier in the program, but today is that day uh, that your parents and Greg and I, our parents, share the same anniversary today. How about that? So our parents, your parents, and my parents uh, have been married to each other not not our parents to each other, but your mom and dad and yeah. our mom and dad right uh, have been married for fifty eight years today. 58. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Fifty
9: eight. Five eight. What? Happy
3: anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. So Is thanks it, uh, it, to both of them. It's uh, a but, great
2: day, too, because yeah. we can all help each other remember yep. when you've got, like, what, three guys in here? Yep. Surely one of us can remember so, every
3: year. happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. 58 yeah. years, you guys, and I know you feel the same way, same way about your parents because we've got to watch them, too. Man, they live out those vows. Mm. Uh, buddy, they live it out, and you've seen them do it. Uh, you guys are a great example of what God intended by uh, when he uh, said that it was not good that, that man was alone, and then he made the perfect partner slash helper, uh, and that was woman. And uh, you guys took your have taken your vows very serious, and we've seen both of these men and women, uh, the both couples, live it out in some tough, tough situations. Amen. So we love y'all and happy anniversary to both of you. Uh, let's go to uh, the phones. Greg said that, fi- uh, that at five. He's gone. We no, don't no. like Man, he I don't know. I to. cannot see those numbers over there. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's go to um, Jacqueline in Birmingham. Jacqueline, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. you got 30 seconds. Jacqueline?
9: Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is
13: Jacqueline.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori uh, in uh, Alabama. Lori, go ahead. 30 seconds.
13: Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Great. How are you? Good. I heard a, an example that hit home uh, this weekend. Say, I have breast cancer. Your wife, your mother, your daughter, and uh, she consults with her medical professional. They decide you want a lumpectomy and radiation. It's going to take some time off from work, six months from work. All of a sudden, oh no, we think you need a double mastectomy, and you need to be back in work in six six weeks. Hmm. You know, um, I don't think people realize the road that we're going down. We have to maintain medical autonomy.
3: Yeah, oh, they're, they're um, look, and, yeah. let me tell you something. That's, you're that's you're 100% right on that. I mean, that's, uh, this road, I mean, think about it. I mean, what, what? What? are you doctors that are all high on your horse? Do y'all deny treatment to people who smoked, who come in and have health issues from it? Uh, some of y'all go off and smoke on your own. I've seen it. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen was a a very, very good hot doctor sitting there smoking while he's telling me how my dad was doing. It was just weird. Uh, We continue. in
11: a no-smoking hospital where they made his own office with negative pressure to take
3: it out. I know. Uh, Let's go to uh, Kathy. Kathy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead.
13: Hey, I just want to talk about how a large population of us out there right now, we don't trust the government, and we're not trusting our doctors. Because they're downplaying natural immunity, and they're mandating the vaccine, and they're holding back uh, helpful medications like ivermectin. And if they would prescribe it and just be honest with us and with our trust, it would be a lot better right now. And the public has figured out that the horse case works.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean there are some uh, doctors who will, and again, I, I guess you can always change doctors. Uh, let's did, just be very careful.
11: Uh, I, you know, when you start going the co-op for your medicine, yeah. I, I'm concerned. I know I've I've got the email about it's the same, and you, you got to know the dosing and all. Mm-mm. Just. Y'all, I, I I've seen how they yeah. stack things at the co-op versus right. how they keep it at the pharmacy. It's just a different. It's just a mm-hmm. different way of going about. it. It is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's on a pallet in the yeah. warehouse. It, it, well, it, see, this is the
3: problem when you start <clears> tra- next <throat> to the corn. It's
11: this, different. This
3: mm-hmm. is the problem, and I've warned against it for years. When we don't understand the difference between animals and people, yeah, and we start clouding that, and it get. Well, first of all, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, you start thinking, well, I mean, animal humans the same thing. It's not. No, no. 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 Especially when it goes by weight, and you don't weigh
2: as heavy. Hey. Hey, let me tell you, you something. You got to do your math, right? Hey, mm-hmm. let me tell you some of you yeah. out
3: there. We got some news on Afghanistan. It's going to turn. Oh yeah. You, some of y'all don't care about it. You about to? Yep. Matt uh, in Mississippi. Matt, go ahead. Thirty seconds.
13: Yeah, guys. let know how I ended up getting the COVID right here, man. My little girl. She went to church camp. Came back. A bunch of people had COVID. Didn't know it at the time. We got hot wings that
16: night.
13: I ended up eating her leftover hot wings. You know, kids don't know how to clean a bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward ten days later, I'm in the hospital with double pneumonia, mm. on deathbed. So, <laughs> how are the wings? I <laughs> yeah, I have Oh to- man, I do.
3: I do
4: it
7: again. I, do- <laughs> mm. <laughs> I knew you were wow. going to say that. Glad, glad you you're
3: okay, He's a bigg. Glad me. you're yeah, okay, huh? buddy. Uh, Clinton in Alabama. Clinton, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hey, good, how are you all? I'm good. Good. good.
16: Come on, Clinton. Hey, this is my first time calling. Normally, uh, I'm out of word listening to you on TuneIn, but because uh, of the rain,
13: I'm watching on
16: YouTube
13: TV right now, and Thank I'm you, loving it. I Love just want to say, uh, with
16: this 99.99 blah, blah percent for 0 to 19-year-old kids, why in the heck are they wearing masks? I mean, what is the science behind that? There's,
3: there's no science on it. it there, first of all, you have to assume the mask is doing any good. Yeah. Then you have to assume that a kid of that young age, even if it did any good, is going to wear it correctly so it will do its job. You realize how many factors, and then you think about the survival rate of 99.9973%. Uh, it's it's lunacy is what it is. Uh, it makes no sense whatsoever. And the and the negative side of children having to wear masks while they're trying to learn. Uh, so it's it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but you know what? A lot of things right now don't make any sense. Uh, let's go to um, Susan in Mississippi. Susan, 30 seconds. Go ahead.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. Monkey Grass, Green Acres.
3: Thank you very much. Please please look on line nine.
9: Um, I was going to say that I had COVID last year, and my physician had mm-hmm. prescribed me hydrochloroquine. Mm-hmm. But the problem was getting it filled. Mm-hmm. Walmart wouldn't fill it. CVS wouldn't fill it. Walgreens wouldn't fill it. All because they say that there are lupus patients who need it, even though very few lupus patients actually take it.
3: Well, I mean, that's, that, that may be a supply and demand situation. I, I I don't know. There's all kinds of things going on when you're trying dealing with what we're dealing with now. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeff in Illinois. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead.
1: Hey, how are you guys today? We're, we're great. great. I hope you're good. Hey, when you guys start talking about that Alabama judge, we had the same thing in Illinois back in May,
16: but the lady had been in the intensive care for a month in a coma, and her daughter sued because uh, wanted to give ivermectin, and the judge found a doctor
1: outside the hospital system that would give it,
16: and he had to order
1: the, the hospital to allow that uh, doctor to give it. And I believe the woman
16: was better in a very short time after that.
3: Well, I hope so. Yeah, uh, to, I, I know. It, we're just getting into. I, I'm just grotesquely uncomfortable when politics gets involved in in our health care. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just, yeah, and yeah. That's but I one can't reason,
11: wait till the government's running the whole thing. Yeah, right. yeah. I, that's one reason we don't want a bureaucrat telling you that. That that might be worse than a judge. You know. Is, and uh, we know we know that it was, the hospital was the ones blocking it. We got it.
3: Yeah, okay. you, heard that. you You got that? The yes, hospital was yes. the one blocking. Yeah, we got it. We huh? got it. We got us. We'll be sure you knew it. Yep. All right. We'll come back. Uh, we we've just found out that we may get a hurricane update out of Louisiana. Yep. From the Raging Cage comedian John Morgan. Coming up next hour, we'll come back. Uh, we have to. We have an update of some people that were left behind in Afghanistan. Some of you call them people. Anyway,
2: you don't want to turn.
3: Well, I will tell you what. And President Biden's awkward uh, attempted Zoom
7: with FEMA. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show rolling right along, and we're thankful that you are here. Have you gone to HelloFresh.com yet? HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh.com uh, can, uh, can change... Uh, Your grocery shopping and your meal planning and turn it into something less expensive, more delicious, more efficient, and uh, you're just going to love it. And because you've made the wise decision of being part of the Rick and Bubba family, we're going to get you up to 14 free meals plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com when you use the promo code Bubba. Uh, Go there. Now, how does it work? Well, there's over 50 different menu items for you to choose from. Uh, Some market options there as well. Uh, You you can do the quick and easy recipes. That that, I mean, we got some some lunches you can make real quick, snacks, uh, afternoon treats, uh, uh, but also full-blown meals. Breakfast options are there too. So pick out the meals that you want. You pre-order those, and then they send them to you for the week in individual bags, pre-portioned, measured ingredients, the recipe card to go with it, and then you just simply prepare these meals. Now, there's no waste involved because they send you the right amount. There's no at the grocery store going, well, i got to find that recipe. What? Uh, it's, it's It just takes your meal planning, and it just simplifies it. And I don't know about you guys, we have a hard time coming up with new things to try, but with these menus every week, um, the fun of going on and saying, oh, look at this. Let's try that. That looks fantastic. Uh, we're loving this here. HelloFresh.com. Go there because you do want to use the promo code Bubba and get those uh, up to 14 free meals and free shipping. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com. Under the sponsors button. All right, so those of you out there that do not care that Americans have been left behind in Afghanistan, uh, we just found out. Looks like we left some dogs behind. Uh, and I know for some of y'all, this is going to be where you finally rise up. Some of y'all will start dressing in military garb now uh, because uh, there's actually some dogs that have been left behind. The people didn't really get to you, but this is going to be the turning point for you because there's some dogs left behind.
11: Uh, Rick, the, this story says that um, that there was as many as 51 working dogs mm. left behind. A nonprofit profit um, is trying to rescue these dogs. Uh, it says that they had, uh, it, it looks like, raised $1.67 million, the cost of a 737 plane out of the airport there. Mm. Um, but... They something fell through in this, and they were not able to get these dogs out. Now, were these dogs that we trained and carried to Afghanistan? I think so. Yeah, we, we, these are not. Dogs.
3: Yeah, these are not locals. We brought in and trained, so. right? Mm-hmm. Contracted military working dogs. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what whatever that means, and uh, you know, in our Rick and Bubba University the podcast this weekend, Eric was telling us. That if you were fortunate enough to have these dogs with you when you were yeah. doing security at a gate, you felt a lot better because they did such a good job. Um, so, um, but I, I just I just have to think if if we've left, you know, they think on the on the low end two hundred people, uh, and we're trying to to get them out, and you know, there's been private organizations that have done that. It seems like everything we got you got to get the people out first and then then we can start trying to go the dogs don't you think if, if there's a and I know it fell through but if you were able to get a big old plane together and get it over there and pay for all that wouldn't you wouldn't you probably put the humans on there first Well I mean if it's there and, yeah, and you got to do I, it in I there. mean
11: if these people raise money for the dogs I know, they know they were I'm going talking to get a, the dogs
3: I, I know what you're saying Yeah I'm talking uh, about maybe you shouldn't raise money for dogs first until the, all the uh, until all the humans
11: are out. the uh Rick, part of this was done by the Veteran Sheepdogs of America. Mm. I didn't know we had that
3: group. I I did not either. I will admit that. I did not know. did not know about Veteran Sheepdogs of America. Um, Uh, It
11: said said the American Humane, meanwhile, American Humane, an organization committed to ensuring the safety and well-being of animals, said Monday it was standing by to help transport Contract canine soldiers to U.S. soil and provide for their lifetime in medical care.
3: Look, that's great. I mean, if that's if that's what you want to do, that is, that is certainly your prerogative to do it, and. Uh... You know what, I, can can I ask you this? What is the danger? We think. Do we think Afghans hate dogs? I mean, what is I, the? I don't know.
11: I don't know. Uh, I, I mean,
3: mean. Not, now, hey, we know that their reaction to people that oppose the Taliban very severe, right? And so, I don't know whether they are they afraid the dogs may play music. I mean, are I, they now? If they left them in Korea, they'd be in trouble. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I'm going. I mean, well, there, do, do they?
11: Do you think that they would? Uh, kill just these saying. dogs just because they were part of the American yeah, force. because they yeah, spoke uh, English.
3: Of course, they're dogs. I mean, they don't. Know well, them. I mean, dogs not, don't really have nationality. They're animals. not blowing
11: up the the, right. the helicopters the Americans left. It seems like they would look at them as an asset and keep mm-hmm. them. I,
3: I don't think a dog knows what country it belongs to. I don't think it has any idea. No, I don't it, think it so. does what it's trained to do, and yeah. it can be quite a good companion. Yeah. Have you ever, Very good competitor. have you ever seen one dog put their paw over their heart during the National? Not, not, not one, Rick.
11: Not one. Okay. Seen not a few on. hunker down, I've seen but them but trying to shake it. hands with a few people. Yeah, yeah. Which is a neat trick. Oh yeah. yeah. What I'm saying I always thought if, that was if a I
3: become trick. an Afghani dog, and do I ever even know it? You know, Probably I mean no. if I've got a new owner and yeah. I'm sniffing if, out bombs still. You know. Yeah. I mean I, Unfortunately, i would, I just don't I to just take my skill set and now I'm working for whoever the new the new boss is. Yeah. I mean may may do it. I, I, I just this find thing. It str- this thing. The dogs are in danger. Like, I just find
11: it strange because most maybe, of the, I mean, most of the canine handlers would take care of those. It seems like they would leave <clears> with <throat> the dog, doesn't it? To you? Well, I'm gonna go. I know
3: what I'm about to say now sounds out. You language. would? Hey, listen. I, they work I, listen everybody, yeah. hear me. I'm about mm. to say something. I, I'll See if i can find fine. Hey, it out Greg. Greg right. I'm about to say something. Everybody, hang on. Hang on. Some of you may physically have to take the arms of your chairs oh, and hold no. yourself down. Mm-hmm. And I everybody be prepared because, you, know, you know, I do have some idea, lo- know a lot of people in the military, okay? It may be <laughs> that we had a crap load of people we needed to get out. And as y'all saw, we didn't have a tremendous amount and of limited room. Limited space. Limited space. It may have been everybody get ready. Hang on. For some of y'all, this is going to be extremely difficult. It may be that they picked the humans over the dogs. Yeah. To give them that room. If now, they, now, if they not, had room I, for the dogs, they'd probably let them. Right. Work. If they, if we had room to spare and all the humans were out, the dogs would have gone. But Greg, when it came down to, we only got so much room on the plane, and there's actually some people screaming and crying here that need to get on the plane. They may have said, "Let's leave the dog and put a human in that slot." May, and I, I know some of you are going to have a very hard time with that, and you may today cry. You may cry for the rest of the day. Yeah, But I'm going to tell you that that may have been, Could have been right? how that was prioritized, that they actually got the humans out first, and then they then they said, if we can get back and get the dogs, we will. And unfortunately, they weren't able to do it. But I will tell you this. This will be a scar against the Biden administration again, leaving dogs behind. Um, I mean, yeah, if you're going to leave helicopters and gear and guns, dogs, I mean, not you, you, I mean you, you would, I'm saying.
11: uh I, I'm trying to get independent confirmation. Some Something about this
3: story just seems weird to me. It does. I mean we've had several weird ones today. Now so. what part got weird, the veteran sheepdogs of America? What what was Uh
11: just what? I just don't I think these guys that, that are the dog handlers would not I mean they they would bring that dog with them like they would bring their gun with them.
3: Well I'm just saying though room. You you may not have room for a dog versus uh, a human.
11: Well, I know, I know. And and that makes some logical sense, but I I, I just don't see them. When they've had that dog working with them in Afghanistan, smelling out bombs and stuff, they're just not going to cut it loose on the airport tarmac and leave. I just, I did don't you, think they would. Did you see everything that we left? Uh, I know, but they did leave their, their weapons. They did leave their stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of that was the Afghan National Army. I don't think right. our.
3: Well, I'm just saying soldiers left I, their m yeah,
11: sixteen or four totally, or whatever well, we're
3: using now. I totally understand what you're saying, but honestly, you do agree. There could have been a scenario that somebody says the dogs are not going to take up space for humans. We we only got so many planes. We got a deadline we're trying to make. Yeah. And, I mean, and we're trying to get all the humans out, and we don't have room for these dogs. I mean, that is possible. It's possible. It's on the possible, table, right?
11: but, but the, the military treats them just like they're a soldier. And I just don't think they would do that.
3: You think this was the shipment that just arrived, came in, they really hadn't been processed into it?
11: Maybe, maybe and, it's some local Afghani dogs that they picked up and were training. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, like I said, I'm trying to get independent story on this, and, and they're saying they would not leave our service dogs behind. They're treated just like soldiers, and that's
3: from the military. But, you know, this was a pretty unique situation here. We found ourselves oh, well, I understand. Yeah, You've right. got people
11: yeah. hanging off planes. Right. But yeah. that, I, yeah. I don't know. There's just and, something. And dogs, it in it all
3: fairness, that. dogs don't have opposable thumb. They couldn't hang from <clears> them. <throat> right. You know? right. Uh, but I think your your second level is is possibly more likely that these were dogs that were used there locally. Right. That we didn't get
11: out, like translators and things like that. Yeah.
3: Right. And, and and apparently some Americans that were I just hope they don't like folk music. Right. The fact that we would leave human beings behind, leaving some dogs behind, doesn't seem a bit stretch to it. That's what I'm saying. We we got everything out but the dogs. Yeah, we had a woman cry this morning. Y'all left me here. I I don't. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) She was late to the airport. (laughs) Right. The dog wouldn't have been late. (laughs) uh, All right, we'll come back. Um, The old hurricane situation. We're going to have John Morgan top of the hour. When we come back, you'll watch an attempt for the sitting president to carry on uh, probably one of the most uncomfortable attempts at a Zoom uh, FEMA meeting that I've seen in a while especially we'll be right back
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba
3: To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is the number. Thanks for being with us today. We'll try to talk to John Morgan coming up top of the hour uh, from Louisiana, a comedian and friend uh, after uh, Ida has uh, roared on through. Uh, Bubba, we are confirming it appears the dogs that were left behind are just stupid old contract dogs. (laughs) So yeah, uh, I, I don't even know what that means yeah, I exactly. That. I, I mean, maybe the sheepdog people can help us figure it out. Yeah, so, I,
11: I don't know if this yeah. was contractors that carried dogs, or maybe organizations that brought in specialized dogs that were not standard military type. Right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe they just picked up some, uh, you know, some of Cabal's finest there and uh, trained them, and uh, um, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Someone's also
3: told us, and I don't know this that. Muslims hate dogs. I I, I don't – you know, I, I hadn't heard that. Uh, so I don't know if these were just uh, – Well, sound, we, we do like, know somebody who was guarding
11: the palace mm-hmm, th- that mm-hmm, we had on the podcast mm-hmm. last week, and they said it was a – they felt really, really good when they had a dog with them. Mm-hmm. I, we, I do too. I, when I go walking in the woods, I like to have oh, a dog. Oh, yeah, with of course. Know? Absolutely.
3: How about the – Man, old um, Reagan made several rounds. The, um, um, <clears throat> but, uh, again, so it apparently – just like the interpreters we left behind, these are just local dogs that were helping us. So, uh, so there you
11: go. I, um, I, I really don't know. Yeah,
3: it is, uh, but it
11: does fit with the standard military-trained dogs. They would not leave behind. Yeah.
3: So, uh, so we'll see. We won't leave it behind, even if a human <clears throat> needs a seat. Not going to do it. All right. So uh, let's uh, let let's uh, here's here's uh, President Biden. This is, uh, I, I was, when I saw this yesterday, I thought if Calvin Speedy Wilburn is watching this, he is, he is a mush in the floor. He is rolled into the fetal position. Because we're going to watch uh, our president, uh, who is, you know, struggling a little bit with his cognitive skills. Uh, we're going to throw him on a big Zoom meeting uh, with FEMA. Uh, and he is, he's trying to introduce to us senior advisor Cedric Richmond. Uh, and it, it really, really goes bad, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll watch that video from yesterday's attempted Zoom meeting. Here we go.
8: Good afternoon, everybody. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're going to get started, if that's okay with you all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here, uh, uh, the FEMA Director is on, uh, uh, FEMA Director Criswell, she, she she's on. And I'm here with uh, with my senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and, and New Orleans, uh, and uh, Cedric Richman.
12: Oh, gosh.
3: Did he say Cedric Richmond? I, I couldn't even understand. The, the thing everybody's talking about is, look, I don't want to be overcritical, and I know I think the word police is, is over the line, but, you know, the word police— has been established by the left, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't want to just assume that there's any negative connotations there. But I think if you're modern day and you're an old crotchety white man looking over at a young black man and calling him boy, not, uh, not well accepted these days, uh, has a lot of negative connotations that go with it in a very uncomfortable moment. Uh, he obviously can't remember his senior advisor's name, uh he struggled to remember the FEMA director's name. Uh and so while he was killing time trying to think of it, he referred to him as old boy that knows uh New Orleans pretty well. You want to hear that again? Yeah, let's hear it again. Mm, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, this is our president, leader of the free world.
8: Good afternoon, everybody. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're gonna get started, if that's okay with you all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here uh uh uh, the F- FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, F- FEMA director Chris Wall, she- she's on, and I'm here with uh, with my s- senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very very well, man, and in New Orleans uh, and uh, Cedric Richman.
3: Cedric who? Richman? He he stammered all through that except yeah, for the that's just one part.
8: Yeah. That's just pain. Yeah. And, and
3: I know he didn't mean anything by it, but I but ah. but, but what you live in today oh. I mean You you let you let former President Trump oh my you let former President oh Trump look God. over at a young black man and say, Here's a boy that knows something <laughs> about all that <laughs> Rick, huh? what do you think would Oh, we'd, we'd have him meltdown. Oh we'd have we'd impeach him again. Yes. For for the third time or fourth or fifth. Yeah. Might um, as well we might physically beat him if that Oh, yeah. Well, he'd have to be tarred and feathered. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then, did you <laughs> see that Biden started his Ida live stream? And on this one, it gets so bad, it's almost like they just give it up. They just give up and just stop. <laughs> is he got anything <laughs> right? <laughs> this, is, this is a – Somebody a, just pulled
11: the plug. <laughs> nice of enough. Nice well, enough. What about
8: the oil port? Here we go. Watch, watch, watch. Well, the governor or uh, parish president, Shane, could talk about that. The president's inquiring about – uh, the oil ports down in uh, Port Fouchon and the effect and where we are
0: there.
12: I personally do not have eyes on that situation. So actually the only, the visual I get is if I see something on the national news, but I don't have word about that.
8: Thank
12: you. Governor.
3: <laughs> and then you're watching and you just see this and then that.
8: Well, he you him. heard, you he heard. Me.
4: Did you
3: hear him in the background? So I'm going,
4: yeah. Wow. Yeah.
11: So these people are supposed to be bringing this information yep. to the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one said, I don't have any information other than what I'm seeing on yeah, the news. I, yeah, I, 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 I ain't laid eyes well, on that's that. that's tough. I guess we could all just tune in the news and not yeah. worry about this. <laughs> no, <laughs>
3: I don't have to worry about that anymore. So uh, hmm. I just want you to imagine, Rick, if this was a George W. Yeah, Bush. You never seen meltdown like that? Or a President Trump or Ronald Reagan in his second term? When you know they they would be screaming, cognitive meltdown, some twenty uh, fifth oh, yeah. amendment. I mean, it, it would be. Oh yeah, guys. I mean, we, I, we've passed any
11: jokes about Trump or Bush or even Dan Quayle <clears throat> so far back. I mean, you remember the, the poor guy misspelled potato one time. I know one time, and uh, he was the laughing stock. Well, they, the bar is really set high now. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, also another story that we have for you today. You you know, mm
3: -hmm.
11: we have, is it, is it federal rules that say you have to retire at a certain age? Uh, yeah. Or is it state law that says that? Like, you you know, like airline pilots, when they get a certain age. Was it 70 they
3: have to retire? I'm not sure. But. You would think this job would have that requirement. Well, you would.
11: Yeah, I mean. You 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 hate to say that just Mm -hmm. arbitrarily because Mm -hmm. obviously there's some people that Mm -hmm. suffer sooner than others. I'm a prime example of that. But um, this particular job may need a age requirement. We we got one where you have to be so old to be in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need one where it's a cutoff. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Republican Democrat doesn't matter.
3: No no. Um, What do y'all think that I, I? I think it's probably. I know everybody's cognitive health varies. You mm-hmm. know, I, I know some pretty snappy. Oh yeah, seventy eight years old. Yeah, yeah. seventy eight year old. Now yeah, this, this is a high pressure. Boy, this situation. is a big one, Greg. Maybe well, maybe you just you may there. know some pretty snappy ones,
11: but that ain't one of them. <laughs> Are you saying he's not on the list? Not on the list. When you're Greg. looking for someone to I'm re- represent that list. generation to yeah, go, yeah. no, they got
3: it covered. He's not the one you no, need to point. No. At. That's not the one. Nope. Uh, Him not getting a nap every day is really showing up. Uh, nice. uh, it, it really is. <laughs> look, we, uh, I, and
11: we look, I'm pro nap Every afternoon, you like that? Mm, I got my it. I got my senior advisor
3: over here. Oh boy, he knows his way around. Okay, boy. Boy. And oh, yeah, boy. i talking, Krichman. Uh, <laughs> top of the
7: hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America,
16: Rick and
3: Bubba. Let's go, let's go. It's six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, team Rick and Bubba all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. Helmsy is out back tomorrow. Adler... Uh, is here, Eddie Van Adler in the mix, and welcome back for a brand new hour, he's got number 12 on his jersey, but he's number one in your heart, Bill Bubba Bussy.
11: Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, thank you for being part of the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Yeah, it's good. Rick, I I told Rick in the break, I said, I feel like today's show's been a little heavy. Yeah, it has. And uh, I said, I know no better way to cheer everybody up than to talk to our favorite Raging Cajun. Yep. Even though he's he's under
3: the gun. Right hey, now. He, we got hey buddy, we've had Ida come through there and wreck things again. Uh our favorite uh Raging Cajun John Morgan back on the show. Johnny
1: How you doing, Ricky? How you doing, buddy?
12: I'm I'm good man. Uh John, how are you? Yeah, how are you doing? Well, you know, I was doing good. You know, uh
1: you know Speedy called, you know, and sent a message and just to make sure I was okay and And I thought that that was heartwarming. You need that when your friends are away, that they could call you and lend you some love and a helping hand, you know. Now, now Bubba calling and asking if I dropped dead, could he have the truck? That was a little (laughs) (laughs)
11: more Well, it's a good truck, John. It's really impressive.
1: (laughs) Oh, boys, let me tell you something, man. The good Lord spared my little parish. You know, we got parishes. Y'all got counties. (laughs) And at the last minute, that thing took a little right-hand turn, and she went on up into direct hit to Baton Rouge. So we were lucky enough to be spared on the west side. Yes, huh? West with the best, east with the geese. Yes. And we were being able to be spared a little bit on this side. Damage? Yeah. Trees down? Yeah. Loss of life? Long uh, longevity without electricity? No. So um, we would have got a direct hit had not... Uh, It taking that turn with that being said, because it took that turn, uh, the towns of New Orleans and Morgan City and Laplace and Prairieville and Gonzales and Baton Rouge and Zachary and Baker and all through that side going into Mississippi and then making its way in Alabama. Oh, just got the royal hell beat out of it like a stepchild with red hand freckles.
3: Uh,
1: you, You take a deep breath, though. You know what I mean? You take a deep breath.
3: Yeah, you you do. Hey, good news. The Biden administration will be all over it.
1: Bad news is, is he's coming.
3: <laughs> well, well, you, look, he ain't never gonna find it.
1: I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, God love him. God love him. Listen, if he does, he's gonna call it Katrina or <laughs> Sandy or something, right?
11: right. Just, so, John, you know. you decided to ride it out, huh?
1: Yeah, let me tell you, man, when I first built my house, I many of people, including my contractor who uh, was helping me, uh, tried to talk me out of putting a generator in right away because they said that could be something that could be added. You can't add life-saving equipment when it's needed. It needs to be added way before it's time. So I was lucky enough to have a generator and, uh, and being able to help out a other few people of keeping some things you know, uh, together for them and running. And, uh, And so we 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 made it through that way by the grace of God. Planning. I will tell you this: no matter how hard we were hit in South Louisiana, I can promise you we were more prepared than we have ever been before. Because I believe that we are learning our lesson now. Is is that true in in a broad sense? Uh, Time will tell. But I truly believe we are learning our lessons of the past of one. You gotta get out if you're if you're in low lying areas. And number two, you gotta be prepared for the worst. Yeah. Um prepare for the worst and and ride out the, the best. Uh and, and most of all is prayers. You know, you, you, you gotta have your feet on stable ground and you gotta say your prayers and, and ask the good Lord to give you the strength to make it through whatever's gonna come your way no matter what it is, a hurricane or life situation. So hanging in there and doing the best we can with what we got, my brothers.
3: So it, it it did make a turn. You guys were very fortunate. Uh, the others, you know, took took the hit. Did most people that ended up getting because uh, we're not hearing thank the Lord uh, near the the loss of life that we dealt with last time. Uh, so to your point, it looks like the people of Louisiana have learned uh, from the past. Uh, did most of those that were directly hit? Did they do a good job of evac- of evacuating?
1: Uh, no, uh, no because I don't think many of them were thinking that the storm would remain uh, in its strength, uh, as B.D. and I were talking earlier. It still remained a two coming on land all the way up into to Baton Rouge. Right.
4: Yeah, right. So we
1: were still faced with 115, 100-mile-an-hour 100 wind. Uh, and there was an assumption that they were going to be in a clear at some point, and it was going to die down. Uh, well, let me tell you something. There, there, Mother Nature is a horrible beast, as well as she is giver. She will taketh away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, in the broader spec, no, they won't. But, but in hindsight, I'm not going to quarterback on anybody. I knew we hunkered down. It was a good thing we hunkered down. We lost electricity, and and I want to thank God right now, just in the midst of my brothers that he took away cell phones too yes. uh, because it, it forced the family to look at each other and to evaluate each other. And, yeah. and to know what's important, bro, you know, what, what's really important is the eyes staring back from you, good or bad, yeah. uh, up or down. And, and it, it just was good to be around family and have them all dwell together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then, you know, late, uh, Yesterday afternoon, cell phones came back on and I lost my children.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what,
3: what about, how, how's everybody in the Morgan house fared through the pandemic?
1: You know, we're all right, buddy. Um, old Johnny took a, took a turn last year and got really sick. Mm. And I uh, bounced out of that, and it wasn't COVID, but I bounced out of that. Nobody in the family so far, not on wood, has gotten COVID, except you, you, you wouldn't believe this. The Chinese daughter. Ain't
12: that something? Ain't that uh, something?
1: The only one that COVID was the Chinese daughter. Ain't that something? <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm and, afraid uh, to even comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen to me. She's 18 years old now. You know, been having her since she was eight wow. months old. Wow. You know, we had wow. to separate her from the family when COVID hit. We had to separate. And uh, it was important for the health of the rest of the family. No, that's not
5: true. You're terrible. <laughs> Don, John, you're <laughs> awful. <laughs> so Go get
1: I, I, You've been underground too long. Hey, bro, you know what? Even in the face of all of this that comes at us negatives, mm-hmm. it is imperative that the good Lord gave me the muscles to smile and move forward. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's what we all do. And I'll tell you what, your people down in southern Alabama, down by the Mobile area oh, and yeah. stuff like that, they got some horrid horrid stories down there because, again, they were on the east side.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: And uh, now, now maybe the coast didn't get it like it, it, it would have if it had come straight to them, but good God almighty, they took their own brunt of it all through. You know, southern Mississippi and southern Alabama, you know, we all, we all came out of it. You know, we, we came out of it. That's The, the resilience of people in, in uh, the southeast of this great nation is, is to rise above it. Somebody asked me one time, well, if y'all got all those hurricanes down there, won't you move? Well, before I could reach over the counter to choke this man, right. he backed up over his chair. And the truth is is that I don't want to go nowhere. It's no different than somebody that's got to fight snow every doggone winter. Are Yo, you going to move? This is where we live. This is our home. This is our way of life. And these are the trials and tribulations that we got to put up with. And, and if you love where you are, you deal with it, and you make it better, and you try to you know, recoup each time, but in the, in the larger spectrum of things, it's home, and we shall rebuild, and we'll, we'll overcome it, and we'll learn. Hopefully, see, huh? Hopefully we will learn, you know?
11: Now, John, I- I've never been to your house, but I hear you live on a little hill down there. It's like three foot above sea level. <laughs> Is that right?
1: Let me tell you this, brother. I sold that one. You know, remember <laughs> I sold that one. I built another house. Oh, really? The worst mistake. Yeah, worst mistake uh, I ever made was to act as a general contractor. I had to get my Chinese daughter to help me figure out how to use Siri to translate. <laughs> uh, I, you build something in this country today, there's going to be a Latino crew on the job site. You heard me? Yeah, oh, no and I doubt. Yeah, and then when my wife would show up in her police unit, I'd lose half my crew. You know, I'd, <laughs> I'd have to run in the backyard and let her go. I'm you're sleeping awful. with this one. Come back. I'm sleeping with her. Come back. <laughs> it became John, hell, you're you know.
3: awful. You're awful funny. I was like
1: well,
3: it's great to hear from <laughs> you, John. We're glad to know you're good. Glad to you know you're all right, man.
1: Hey, may you always be in thoughts and prayers and know that I love you guys. Beedie, you ain't nothing but the man. Bubba, you, you, you rotten. You get my truck.
11: You
3: rotten. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a nice truck. It is. Come see us, John. We love you. I love you guys. See you, buddy. John Morgan checking in uh, after Ida has come through Louisiana again and uh, also parts of, of our country. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
9: And then we'll take it higher daily That common oh, no.
7: sense is a superpower
9: American heroes oh, Rick no. and Bubba Let's go Oh no uh, It is
4: <laughs>
3: 21 minutes past the oh, hour no. Well, it looks oh, like uh, Cam Newton is out oh. Uh, at New England, and Mac Jones is in. Yeah, uh, report out today. The
11: Patriots have released quarterback Cam Newton, and rookie Mac Jones will be the starter, according to source. <clears throat> excuse me, sources close to the team. Why Newton up, missed three days of practice this week because of COVID protocols, and was the top quarterback throughout training camp. Uh, the Patriots will go with Jones, who was drafted in the first round out of Alabama in April.
3: Well, as, as everyone expected, <laughs> once again, the tide has defeated Auburn. Road tide. Soon <laughs> as little Mac Jones showed up from the tide, suddenly, Cam, who we all know was bought and paid for, uh, could not withstand the oncoming tide. The road tide, Mackey Jones. <sighs> So do you
11: think the COVID protocol Mm -hmm. Mm mess-up is part of this? I think
3: Bill Belichick, because I know the the Bill Belichick personality type. Yeah, I mean, he had already put up with enough foolishness. Do you think that's it? It's it's the kind of coaches that we played for uh, and, like, our dad. And this kind of – anything annoying, they really hate Mm -hmm. anything, especially things that were avoidable. Yeah. And the fact that Cam Newton – didn't do the protocol right, ended up having to miss practices. That really annoyed Belichick, I'm sure. And let's face it, uh, Cam had kind of turned into a little bit of a drama queen. And, uh, again, that can be fine as long as you're playing at the highest level. But if there's somebody there that can do, they think, as well as you can do, and, of course, better, uh, even though they're a rookie, you can get to the point where dealing with you isn't worth it. Back to the, you know, you got you got to be better than you are Crazy. Yeah, you got to be uh, finer and you're crazy right. in the girl world. But will Mac
11: Jones dress as stylish as Cam? That's the probably, question. Probably, well, probably a little different dress. The you world. know, I, my advice to Cam would be I'd tone it down yeah. until I got my game back. yeah. 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 You need
3: to be real good if you want to walk around like that. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. went back and said, you know, the, the, there's no need to dress like Medea. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> we got it. Just, just, just go ahead <laughs> and uh, get out there and play good. hard. You, I mean, you're great. You, you have potential to be. You had one good year. Uh, what kind of contract did he have? One? They just let him stand around in case. Matt gets Greg. hurt or doesn't pan out. G- who is the backup? Greg, remember, yes, it's one, was, he's got surgery. so Yeah, he was he's out for the year. So who's the backup? I don't know. Probably, uh, uh what's his name, Nick Folds. <laughs> he ends up being everywhere. But what I'm thinking, though, <laughs> Greg. you got a journeyman. Greg, remember, there? it's one thing to be a backup. It's nothing to be a real expensive backup.
0: So yeah, I, think, I didn't but, know what Cam's
3: – That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. I was wondering what kind of contract he had. I don't know. Well, and it could have been this. That's a
11: little surprising. There, there has to be more to the story than meets the eye. Well, because I, I figured Mac Jones, who I always thought was underrated, because I, I saw him play a couple of times, I, I thought he was an outstanding quarterback. But I tell you why he's underrated. And uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, everybody always talks down about the touch. And and I think everybody assumed he would be the guy in the coming year. Eventually, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Who who do you have back? at? Hoyer, Hoyer, yeah.
8: He's with, another one been yeah, around forever.
3: Yeah, he's been there forever. No, I think uh, the Patriots probably preferred, in a perfect world, for Mac Jones to uh, have a year and, and get accustomed to the system and to the NFL. Cam, go ahead and give them another season. Uh, but I think, you know, if you if you kind of pay attention to the personality of modern day Cam. He probably isn't going to handle going to a backup role that well. Probably not. And he's probably going to be complaining about a lot doing press conferences. You know, <clears> getting <throat> on social media. He's going to land somewhere. I'm trying and to so where. I think what they said is, look, Kim is the kind of person that if he's not starting, he's going to be. It's going to be too much drama. It's enough drama when he starts. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the fact that he had to miss the protocol, Mac Jones has got the reps. That kind of stuff really annoys the Belichick's of the world. And I think he's just like, look, we, we we know that Mac Jones is our quarterback of the future anyway. Let's just go ahead and make the move now. Be yeah. Yeah, I, mean, let's I face think it, he's further along than they thought he would be. I think, you know, according yeah. to camp, he's done pretty good.
11: Yeah. So, I mean, the Patriots will – they will pull the trigger. Trigger. Oh. I mean, they got rid of Tom Brady. Yes.
8: So,
12: uh,
11: this
3: is – I haven't heard from the Jets guy. Is he named the starter? I'm talking about the rookies. Cause, so, we know uh, we got Jones and now and Trevor Lawrence have both been named starters. I guess the guy with the Jets is too. I think he is. The B- one that BYU? looks real,
11: real young. Yeah, it looks like he's yeah. about 12. Yeah. But he's uh, big. So, and and what about Cam? Is he done? Will somebody mm. pick him up? Who Who's at the bottom of the barrel quarterback-wise right yeah. now?
3: Well, I hear he, the Winnipeg Blue Sa- Bombers have reached yeah. out to him. San
11: Diego's pretty strong. Uh, L.A. strong. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I don't Phoenix really know. has got you know they've got their guy. Oh yeah, Kyler Murray. Well, Arizona. Uh, now, but the Jets have got a new guy coming in. Uh, uh, Miami's got their guy. Yeah, I do I, don't Wilson. Know. I, I you know. Zach Wilson is the Jets. Uh, the Jets. His name. The uh, the Bears have got
3: their guy. Oh yeah, you they, know? they like fields. Bubba.
4: <laughs>
3: they supposedly have their guy. They're just waiting <laughs> on him to earn that huge contract that they gave him. Bubba. <laughs> Could it be?
4: Mm-hmm.
11: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to subject Cam to that. He's been through enough. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> that may push him over the edge. He can don do that yeah. purple. Yeah.
11: You know his, his agent right now is scrambling.
3: Yeah, because that way when he dresses well, the like Prince
11: got their guy because they traded yeah. Stanford for was Stafford. It? Stafford for was it Goff? Yeah. They sent up
3: there. Mm-hmm. But now he puts on that purple and dresses like Prince. That'll work.
11: Yes, you're right. He, he already got the clothes. <laughs> he might fit in well. Yeah. What Don't about – let me ask you this. What about uh, the Saints? Are they going to be uh... – They've named Jameis. He had a
3: good good camp. Look right there. Uh, and yeah. then they're going to keep bringing the other guy in like yeah. they always do. Yeah. He'll come in. in the all All-world. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I like how we talk about stuff we have no idea whose name is what. Well you know who I'm talking about. I mean I'm saying I just said yeah. the well, Greg, guy. Greg we're doing commentary. we're doing commentary on on <laughs> on an entertainment package that we might combine <laughs> in here maybe three hours of it in an entire <laughs> maybe, season. Maybe. Rick, maybe. And that's majority of that's Super Bowl. Oh sure. Yeah. That's, that's the only game I ever want. So
11: I I'm just trying to think somebody that that uh, an NFL team well, right now that goes I'm unhappy with my quarter because I mean, they may be unhappy five weeks from now. Houston. Because the they Deshaun, they're looking to dish Look him in a way Yeah, he but he's still. Put the <laughs> Houston, Houston. 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 Y'all, no way. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on Cam. He's He's been through it. I heard
3: he's going to bump Dak out at the Cowboys.
11: Yep. That's what I heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know we've we've I'm heard you, that before. The Texans,
3: you know, mm-hmm. Watson's out getting massages. Right. I mean, they but I mean, they don't want to be there. But no. he, but he's. There's uh, rumor they're going to trade him. Yeah, he's going to get traded to Miami. Rumor, rumor. I don't think Miami needs him. I'm just telling it. you what I heard. Really. You
11: take it inside inside it. sources. Really Titans have got their guy. Yeah, Tannehill. Kinda. He's been there and yeah. he's been successful. Oh, Carried oh him to playoffs.
2: He's okay. Who?
11: Hey. Tannehill. Okay. Carried him what didn't they, they went all the way to the championship game, didn't they? Oh, what about the Raiders? Man. The Raiders have got their guy. He's a big money guy. Yeah, I don't have,
2: think him and can get along real good.
3: Mm-hmm. That's possible. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back.
7: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Good news is uh, President Biden's going to address the the country today on the status of Afghanistan. I bet that'll be... uh, they just prepare for all the sound bites for tomorrow's show. I got to clear everything up. I picked out a bit. We're going to feel better about it.
11: You know, I ain't been home to Delaware to get whatever he's getting done up there in a while. I so. hope somebody asked him about them dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we got pictures, by the way. Oh, uh, well, just a stupid contract,
3: though. All right, so uh, as uh, we make our way back, uh, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, and if you are out in this very, very competitive job market right now, uh, now, of course, you, not a lot of folks trying to work, but, I mean, the, the ones who want to work, uh, then, then they, they, of course, are in high demand. Uh, anybody who wants to work right now can. Uh, so you need to be sure that you are interviewing people that, uh, that have already passed some sort of screening uh, so you don't waste time interviewing people that really aren't candidates for the role that you have available. Uh, that's where LinkedIn Jobs can help, and you can do this for free. Uh, put it in front of the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. All you have to do is fill out targeted screening questions that they use, uh, to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, the skills and motivation you need. Then you use their simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates. And then you actually interview folks you would like to have, and then you get the best of the best. Uh, so get your role in front of, um, these professionals right now for free by going to linkedincom Bubba. post that job for free as a listener of this show. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com right there under the sponsors. But all right, so Bubba, I know that you got something, and Greg, I, you know, I know, I knew that Bubba liked you. I didn't know he liked you to this level. What's that? I mean, the effort he well, put in for this gift today it, is is
11: really kind it, of shocking. It's a little early for Christmas, but yeah, it is. Well, I'm excited. Uh, you know, Greg. Brings a lot of expertise to the show. He does. And, he does. Uh, it's real. Well, and not that he, he consumes a lot of this, but he, he has been an expert on beer. What in that And, no, and no. we have beer well, yeah. questions. We go. I Greg. probably know more than most here. But right. <laughs> right. Well, it, and now I will tell you, Bubba's
3: coming. <laughs> no, but 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 look, ye no, ye he's in that ain't. high shelf. <laughs> and in all, in all honesty, beer's not his. It's thing. called Top Chef, Greg. Yes, that's I don't not even know. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is Top <laughs> Chef. <laughs> See the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if it, it ain't a, a NASCAR race, but, I won't talk about
11: it. Right. But Greg, you are an expert, and we, you know, I ask you a lot of questions about different types of things, and you 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 tell us about the different types. So. I got this uh, this chart for you. It's the periodic table of the beer family. <laughs> right, Look at this. where'd you this get got, that It's got everything, so I hope that you'll frame oh, this. I'm and putting that in my office. office. Look,
3: Look at that right there. Bill, where'd you find that? It <laughs> yeah, makes you want to call him Bill. It though? does. <laughs> he got, he got Old friend <laughs> Bill got me something. <laughs> Old friend Bill is so, back. It. It's, it's an early Christmas. Rick, I call him by his real name, not his stage name. Right, his yeah. stage name. So uh, it's a periodic table of that, different man. kinds of, just like you have the, beer the yeah, a you beer got family. Got IPA in there. Yeah, yeah there? I'm sure. You over to look, Greg? I gotta say, just to go, go look at that.
11: You
3: may disagree with it. Greg. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you may look at this and think you got to change it. So, uh, oh wow! Yeah, look, there it is. It's on, uh, oh, Adler's it. got it on the screen over there. It looks good. Look so th- th- this was a gift, hey, Bubba. What a nice gift! Hey, style and family. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, do you oh, agree it,
11: with their breakdown? This okay. is
3: educational here. Yeah, you you might learn some stuff from that. Look at that. I mean, hey, this is in depth. It's got style, We got wheat. Lambic or sour ale. Yeah. English bitter. Yeah. Huh? It's all that brown porter.
11: Yeah. The detail this thing goes
3: Look at into lambic. Uh oh.
10: Smoked. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah and, used... uh, and of course Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> it Man, looks like it, it, it looks like Ron Swanson's yeah. a pyramid of excellence. It does. Let it me does. just give you a definition of a pale ale. <laughs> Low to medium maltness, high top high hop bitterness, medium hop profile. See, yeah. this is the thing we're talking about. This, See, is science. I, this it, ain't nothing but science right here. <laughs> 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 nothing but science. You put Belgian that, white.
11: You put that in your new office. Yeah, I, that's, that's exactly what I'm going to do, by the
3: way. Yeah, that's that's good. Great, because you know how you have to mix good news with bad news? Because as you're looking at your beer periodic table, I want you to know that Kid Rock's had to cancel some shows. Doggone it, Rick. I know. I just, It's almost like we had to give him that first I so know, we could hear it. I know. That so, Belgian white bubble? Yeah, that right there. That, <laughs> that Belgian
11: white. See, I don't understand. I know how the periodic tables are laid out. I'm not sure about this, though. You know, being Baptist, I right. don't know a lot about right. this. Right, So I'm trying just to be more educated on yeah, it. Yeah, right. this right here is it. I mean, it breaks it down to science.
3: Right, there <laughs> it is right there. Mm-hmm. It's got an SRM rating. Yeah. Look at everything. I, I don't it's even know there. what that is. That's your color. <laughs> <laughs>
7: There it uh, is right there. Here's
8: your key to your yeast type. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to have that's that. That's it right that. there. Yep. I mean,
7: I'll yep. study
11: this
3: for a while. Yeah. Greg, this right, this can go into your new office if it's not too big. Oh, that's right. You might get nothing on if it's not too big. <laughs> I, I'm <letting> laughing. Oh, God.
2: That's a good new
3: office. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not
2: too big. Rick, it's going to be close, I imagine. <laughs>
11: yeah. Cover a wall. Right. <laughs>
3: that's so funny. Well, you're going to have the call screen room in my office. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's um, <laughs> it. <laughs>
11: Bubba, this sounds good. Oatmeal stout. See, I, I just I don't know anything about all
3: that. I don't either. But it's educational, I tell you. That there much. you go. That, they got all the
11: family. So you stay with the color, you know. As you go down, you progress.
3: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there. Rick, one. back
11: to Kid Rock for a
3: second. Is it, he down with the count, or is it a band member? No, but some of the bands. Uh, Since we're looking at the beer thing, we. we to, he said, uh, you, "Would you like to know how he took to Twitter and explained it?" I can just imagine. He said uh, he had to cancel. Were due to the coronavirus. Writing, I am. Blanked over half the band has blanking COVID, not me. And uh, and before whatever, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, my goodness. That Boy, happen. I can't even run it. Okay. He said, before you media trolls run your mouth, many of them, like me, have been vaccinated. So he's <laughs> uh, he's saying just shut up. Well, well look, guy, this thing that it, just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can get it and pass it. I don't know why we're pretending that's true when it's just not. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to say, as I said a thousand times, it, it, it may keep us from being really ill with it, then we can keep saying yeah, that. Yeah. And but, you but, may have a better chance of not maybe, getting it. Maybe, yeah. But don't mean you can't get it. Right, yeah. That's that's the one right there in the green. Uh On another note, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren in New Mexico, they just handed down in New Mexico that you cannot be anywhere at anything without a mask on. And I know this is really going to shock y'all. So this was the New Mexico Governor, Michelle – and I can't remember, Grisham, uh, she's a Democrat. She has reimposed an indoor mask mandate regardless of vaccination status to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Well, unfortunately, we've got Elizabeth Warren, who I guess was invited, uh, and um, and, they, and they've and they all gone to a uh, in, uh, wedding for Interior Secretary uh, mm-hmm. Deb Halen's wedding, and it's in New Mexico. And now all these women, including the governor who's reimposed the mm-hmm. mask mandate, are all partying at the wedding with no mask Well, See,
11: sure. So just, sure forget they are. just forget yeah. it all. Yeah. Ruling, yeah. ruling
3: class versus all of us. Right. So yep. there, there you go. So that's... Uh, well, just- but what about a bohemian pillsman?
11: <laughs> <laughs> See, what in the world is that? <laughs> uh, I couldn't. I couldn't find these uh, specialty oh, brews there. on there. You know the little, yeah, the this. little family brews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. That's real. What do you call them? Uh, mm-hmm. What's the name of that? Just uh, about the micro breweries. Yeah, mm-hmm. micros. That's, yeah. It. That's it. That's it. They popped
3: up like. all over town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, also we just had a professor at the University of Georgia, retired mid class, of course. The professor's 88. Maybe this, wow. is, maybe this has been long maybe. overdue uh, because a student would not wear her mask correctly, and uh, he uh, felt like she was dangerous to him because he has type 2 diabetes. And uh, and he's 88. And he's 88. And she said, the only problem is I cannot breathe with this on here in the class. I'm sorry. I was just trying to get air in my nose.
0: So well, he had no
3: business there. Either. He didn't like it, and he walked out and retired. I wouldn't say early because he's 88. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, let's go. Uh, there's a lot of people who are probably so, <laughs> so glad that happened, right? Rick and Bubba. Of course, he said um, the thing that kept me going. I figured if President Biden can be president, I can certainly teach a college class. Uh, that's
7: that's a good point.
3: We'll be back when we come back. It's all phone calls at eight six six. We be big, and you can talk about whatever you want to. It does it does my heart good to see Bubba? You give that to Greg. Right. He seems so happy. I wanted to brighten his day.
7: Eight really. six six. We be big. Your call's next. Rick and next. Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs>
3: To the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is our number uh we start Baby, don't you do it? we start with patrick out of the great state of alabama patrick welcome to rick and bubba how are you today sir
16: i'm just enjoying this beautiful weather <laughs>
3: yeah that's nice and
16: man i feel like it's rained every week for six months
3: yeah it feels that way and i I can tell you the pond uh I usually about um, really struggle with keeping the water up on the on to the bank level, not this year I mean summer has been just like winter i it, it the water hadn't gone down the entire summer I tell you how much rain we've had
16: it has been insane
3: we got all
11: we need, plus and out west they are drying to a chip, yep, that's right. <laughs>
16: Um, yeah, I watch, uh, this ancient alien show sometimes hmm. and they talk about some wild stuff, man. I can imagine. And, uh, yeah, they do. And they, they talk about the book of Enoch that they found mm-hmm. and it contradicts the Bible in so many different ways. You know, the flood and stuff like that they talk about like there's aliens that watch over us and not,
4: yeah.
16: And that they just could only interpret them as angels, you know, that came from the sky and they took. Um, I think it was who went up in the chariot of fire.
3: Uh well you've uh, uh, Is Isaiah. and uh, the chariot of fire was actually Enoch. Uh well Enoch uh he walked, well, he into, walked heaven, into heaven. Yeah. And then it was Elijah that went yeah. up in the chariot of fire. Elijah.
16: Right. Well, like they're saying that the only way that they could interpret a UFO was they could just say it like it was a chariot of fire.
3: Yeah, uh or like yeah, I, I don't. I don't put a lot into the Book of Enoch. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the, the the Bible that I got. When I look in there, I got much bigger problems on whether uh, there were aliens or not. There's there's, there's a lot of so stuff. You
16: think they- like the UFOs that have came out you know that they they've seen off the USS Nimitz and stuff like that you think that's just like some drone technology that we just don't know about or something Yeah, we really don't know. Yeah, uh the, I, I the footage them.
11: is is pretty impressive and uh and, and we just don't know who it is or or what they're doing. At least they're not saying that, but uh yeah, I'm like you, I don't know if the book of uh of
3: Enoch is actually written by
11: Enoch no,
3: I, I'd, I'd 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 stay away from that. I no. would I wouldn't put a whole whole lot in the Gnostic Gospels either. That, that's all ugly stuff. Uh, but anyway, and as far as what we see, uh, the pilots are seeing, I don't know. I I, re, I, I really don't. Uh, and uh, so um, any attempt to explain it is just that an attempt to explain it. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Duke. He's got us on the TuneIn app. Duke, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead.
1: Mick, meck Mick. Mick, mic Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. I want to tell you, uh, I've been on the phone all morning with some of our service member dogs, interpreters, and they're telling me those are not our military dogs that were left there. These are dogs that the Taliban let out of prison or the dog pound, or whatever, and they've gone back to their, uh, our, you know, groups or whatever. All
16: right. So, I'm just letting you know.
11: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I we were getting the same thing that well, the standard military canine was not what was left behind. So it was something know.
3: else. I don't but. know about that.
2: <laughs> what? Did you get his? I think that was a joke, wasn't it? No, I don't
11: think so. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs>
3: I didn't. I didn't get that feel
11: well, from you, how we let
2: the Taliban out of prison. I, and know, stuff, I right? know. I know. Well, it could uh, be. You're I right. Know. That could be a joke. But
3: we are yeah. hearing that these are local contract dogs. I, I can't <laughs> even believe what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, wow. Why am I talking about this? Uh, but anyway, right. Let's uh, let's go to Wendy. Wendy in Alabama. Wendy, go ahead.
13: Hey, uh, this is Wendy in Sims, Alabama. I know you take calls, but I was gonna give you some multiple choice reasons why I think it's not as many. A, you don't have you have no interns and Harry Murdoch can only do so much. B, y'all have more to say, so you take less calls and I enjoy what you do have to say. C, the poor cell phone quality or D all
3: of the above. Uh D all of the above.
13: <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> uh, and I liked I liked what uh you talked about the thieves on the cross yesterday. Mm-hmm. And also real quick, can you um make post the ninety nine percent survival
3: weight? Uh, it should be there, let me see. It. I'll there. check Yeah, look at show notes, it ought to be there rickandbubba.com okay. under it's show there. notes what was it What's, it's there the, I want the, stanford the stanford thing it's oh, there it's okay. the All first right. link there first link at rickandbubba.com okay. under show notes <clears throat> thank you for going yeah i mean it, it we try to get a lot of calls in as much we can but i'm gonna tell you probably c is the one that that makes it the most difficult and that's just how poorly some of the phones perform now it, it just makes it hard because well, i know that's it, hard for you as a listener to have to tolerate yeah different
11: topics mm-hmm. lynn Phones in different ways, and some days are going to be phone heavy, and some days phone light. I, I don't, I don't think we've made a conscious decision to do it. It's just kind of the way it plays out. Well,
3: and also there's this. Sometimes there's exceptions to this, and we pull the curtain back. and And I do have a probably a a burn fuse that's too short, and then I think probably sometimes our our burn fuse is too long. Uh, but in but sometimes if I look up on the board and all I see is the exact same things we've already said. Yeah. Yeah. And it and people are just repeating the same things over and over, then I tend to not go there because I don't think it's a better resource than maybe something else we could do uh because the phone calls are just they're really they're elements for the show and if they bring something to the show uh then man they're and some boys sometimes it's gold but if it doesn't bring anything or it's repetitive uh then it you know it's it's you sometimes I, there's we don't go to the phones just to go that much uh let's go to um uh, let's go to Biggin. Biggin, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing? All right, fellas. Hey, Biggin. We got – hey, can you hear me? Yeah, Loud and clear, Biggin.
12: All right. We got coronavirus. We got Taliban. We got Afghanistan. We got hurricanes, death, destruction, and flooding. I just want to know if you fired up about getting ready for deer season.
3: Well, I mean, uh, you know, I heard because of COVID they may cancel it. Rick. You put
12: enough gravy on the
16: deer meat and you ain't got to worry about Corona. No, that's not
3: why they can't get deer to wear a mask.
16: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I am. I am looking for, I, I really, I enjoy deer hunting. I am looking uh-huh. for, uh, let's, um, let's go to, um, uh, Christian. Let's go to Christian on two. Christian, go ahead. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning guys.
13: Hey Christian. Um, I'm just going to mention that I've seen the Washington Post via Ben Shapiro also talking about um, that actually when the Afghan president was pleading that the Taliban rather than taking control offered um, the American government slash Biden to have c- control of Kabul until August 31st so that we could run our evacuations and do whatever we needed to in the country and that Biden actually turned that down and said no y'all go ahead and run it basically we'll trust you
11: yeah, I, I saw those reports. I, I don't know. It, it just sounds so ridiculous. You can't con- even conceive that would be the case. But we'll know more in the next few Can days. Can I tell
3: you why that might be believable? He may not have known who was talking yeah, to. Yeah, I that. know. That's
11: true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, y'all go it, ahead. You know what? I would say this. Everything's on the table, right? Right, it really everything. is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, Bill <laughs> in Alabama. Bill, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey,
13: guys. Appreciate the appreciate the opportunity to talk.
3: It's our pleasure.
13: I found out, I got a cousin that has a daughter that is the founder of one of the, the dog outfits in Afghanistan. Uh, she has a, a little uh, operation by the name of KSAR, which stands for Kabul Small Animal Rescue. They were there. Uh, since 2018, and Rick, you pretty much hit it on the head. It descended from uh, a legal okay, get them fixed up, get them right, find them a home in the U.S. and send them back. That's the way it started out. When it actually descended, it became the difference between humans and dogs. Yeah. And so, you know, the truth is I sent an email that was directly from uh, Charlotte's father uh, to Speedy Early that has all of the information in it from this particular group. They weren't American canines. They were stray dogs or pets that had been disowned as a result, result of combat.
3: Yeah, and when it comes to that, and it's it's hard to I know it's it, well, it's not a hard decision, but I know that it's it's not a fun decision to have to make. It's not a hard decision when you're putting human lives ahead of animal lives, but but it's still a situation you wish you weren't in. But you know, when it comes to disarray, uh, animals as well as humans end up. Um, stranded and in bad situations. Yep. But yep. Uh, but sometimes animals in these situations can be quite remarkable how they can survive. Great. what about the cats? What about the cats of Cabal? Bubba, you can't get anybody to care about cats. Mm-hmm. They just don't have an agent as good as a dog. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about cats
11: in Afghanistan. Have all
12: they got cats. You sure cat? ever
11: try to put a cat in a crate? <laughs> yeah, that goes well. Especially one you, you don't know. You better have welding gloves on.
7: <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.